It's a one take fucker. Get the hell out of here. You just broke my glasses. Can I get you guys some names? You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Soup sorry. What this so, so soup sorry. <laughs> Miso soup sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you, this should be the show. So all right, soup, all right. So... <laughs> so soup, sorry. All right, all right. Welcome to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast, episode number 49. Woo. 49, like the 49ers. It's the two-year anniversary. I'm Dave Z. Uh, introduce yourself, fellas. Oh, I am Christian. <laughs> Christian Luch. Christian Luch. I'm, I'm Donnie Rings. No, you're not. No, I'm not Donnie. Is it? It's not Donnie Rings, is it? It is Donnie Rings. It is Donnie Rings. Last time you'd call them Joey Rings. Not oh yeah, because I yeah, that's what I did. I combined. Uh, I'm Onion oh, Rings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so soup sorry. Yeah, it's so soup sorry. <laughs> yeah, keep I'm it keeping in. that so in. I'm keeping keep it in. Keep it in. Guys, I'm the new blood. Yeah, you're the new blood. Thank you. See, tonight we're just having fun. I told these guys before we started, we've been bullshitting here for 10 minutes. This is going to be the loosest, freaking chillest, don't give a shit episode of this wonderful podcast we've ever done. Because it's our two-year anniversary. Yay. We're very... Yay! Yeah. I've got oh, cake. We're not even recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. We're, we're having fun. It's two-year celebration. Next show is the real, real big one. We've been busting our asses all year for this top 50 slasher show. So tonight, we're just going to freaking kick back, do our things, uh, do some emails, uh, some topics, some questions, go on Facebook Live in a little bit, and just have fun. That's why I had these guys introduce themselves. It's never once happened in 49 shows. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. That's right. You let us talk at the beginning of the show. Thank you. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Maybe from now on. Maybe starting in season three. Maybe. That's what we'll do. Yeah, have well, we been, have we been picked up for season three yet? Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm We've waiting been renewed? I think so. Only because Skeleton Crew, rest in peace, put out their last show today. So I think we have a chance to be renewed for season three because uh, we're going to need content on Horophilia. Thank God that shit's over. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We are, we are my, recording. Yeah. I'm mic on. Sorry. Full blast. <laughs> Congrats. Five and a half years. That's a long run. You think we could do it five and a half years? I don't know. It's been two miserable ones so far. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Derek feels with Cinnamon Attack? <laughs> it's been five and a half weeks. I'm sorry, Brandon. I'm sorry, no, Derek, Derek, I just want you to realize Brandon is like weeping for real. So he's not laughing at all. We, no. Me, I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good joke, Dee. Right, yeah. I need to switch oh. chairs because this one's squeaky. All right, so Christian's squeaking. I can do uh, this is so so loose that I'm switching chairs mid show. Oh, see, this is a night of firsts. Oh yeah, comfy. 
It's because you farted on the other chair. That's why. I, I think it might be. It's like I said. It's in the sock filter. Christian, how much candy did you eat uh, this Halloween? You're looking a little bloated. Look uh, like they just fished, look like they just fished you out of the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. Maybe we should go back to the old school intro, like I said. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Welcome to Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, episode number forty-nine. This is the two-year anniversary show. I'm Dave Z. I'm here with Brandon and Christian, woo, and I woo. love these guys. How's that? Better? I'm blowing out the better. candles as we speak. You're blowing who as we speak? <laughs> candles. This guy I met. Candles. <laughs> <laughs> is that your nickname for yeah. Vince? Candles. Candles. Yeah. <laughs> get over here. Hey, speaking of Vince, I really got. I I got. I have not a not a bone to pick. I really loved the last show. TGIF 13. Go ahead. with them. You flirted with them? Stop <laughs> flirting with them. You said you got a bone to pick. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen. What's your boner to uh, pick? You well, No, it's not really a bone to pick. I just have to interject something. First of all, congratulations for making the top 10 again. Thank you. You know? Yeah, TGIF 13 is straight up officially now amongst the top teners. It, it, I think it's going to be a permanent fixture. It's blowing up. Um, you think in yeah. October with the last Skeleton crew with Mr. Watson back? I don't know. With 22 shots releasing 15 shows in one week. <laughs> 22 shots doesn't mean you have to release 22 episodes in one fucking month. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? I'm still on last year. I know. They're putting out last year's shit, yeah. this year's shit. Fucking, I got to give those boys props, though. I mean, they're, oh, they're, yeah, they're cranking them out. They're cranking them out so fast. No one's listening. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, boys. I only JP listens, and he's like 15 shows back, so no one yeah. tell him. No one tell him. <laughs> well, there is some truth to that, and it's been discussed. We've talked, JP has said it to us before, that when they put out too many shows back-to-back and they're long shows, that the downloads aren't the same. And it's obvious why, because they're long shows. People are trying to catch up. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they forget about it. That's why we will never be a weekly podcast. But you know what? He does always have a good rebuttal for that. Whenever that happens, he automatically brings up the YouTube views. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. He's piggybacking on mood success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, the show well, only got, you know, 2,000 downloads over here, but on YouTube, 10,000. Well, we, got, we got 3 million views. I don't know why he's Italian all of a sudden. Now, they, they've been putting them out. You know what it is? They're putting out big shows at such an alarming rate. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, time to sit down and listen to TCM retrospective. Oh, Chucky's here. Oh, Saw's here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, no, all all joking aside, it's so crazy. It's, our sister podcast. Yeah, I mean, obviously si- just... Did you say our sister podcast? Yeah, isn't that what we call yeah. it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. they be like our brother podcast? Well, okay. Brother, sister. I look at the them as chicks. <laughs> Because <laughs> you wants to fuck him. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather fuck my sister than my brother. So let's go with sister podcast. <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> fuck your sister. You know. You rather <laughs> fuck your father? Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Every comes Doctor Lipschitz. <laughs> oh, Doctor Lipschitz. I wonder if we'll hear from him later. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but back to what I was saying. Because this is the kind of show we're doing tonight. These are the jokes, folks, or whatever. Yeah, them's uh, the jokes. There you go. <laughs> we're going back to, to uh, TGIF 13. Something was brought up on that show, and I wanted to clear my good name. Oh, yeah. Because... He, he did come down on you for a second, didn't he? Well, and, and, and rightfully so, because when you hear it from your mouth the way you said it, it sounds like I'm saying something asinine. And <laughs> I, 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 it does. I was merely interjecting something, because, and I'll tell you what, 
the first person that told this to me was Wazelle when Banana Laser did the Halloween retro. On our very first uh, our, our show that we did, it was how we discussed, we reviewed Halloween 1 and 2, you know, a couple years back. And Matt, he was the one that said, he goes, a lot of people like to watch Halloween and then immediately follow it up with Halloween uh, 2. Yes, 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 yes. And he gave me the idea. Now, granted, guess what I did last night? Uh, last night, today's November 1st, okay? Last night I watched Halloween and Halloween 2. And Happy I've All done... Saints Day, everybody. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. For, it is All Saints Day for us Italians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, sorry. Happy All Saints Day, Dave. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry. Brandon, you're not allowed to partake in this. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Look There's at no saints. He's dying. No, I don't, think, I don't think uh, Jews believe in saints, right? That's no. not a thing. Okay. No, so, saints aren't real. Right. Right. Yeah. Just like leprechauns. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, as I was saying. All uh, saints in space. <laughs> Saints in space. All wow. saints in the hood. Wow. I just like the sound of saints in space. It's got a nice ring there to it, go. doesn't There's it? There's our movie title. Exploding saints? Heads. <laughs> saints in space. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. <laughs> Perfect. It's the saints caliber of comedy is going to be about the we same. Got, we got to get uh, Bobcat to do Saints in space. <laughs> we got, we got <laughs> Michael Winslow. <laughs> I'm going to be skateboarding a lot in it. <laughs> it's going to be fucking fantastic. Oh. All right, guys. We'll see you on episode 50. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. It's going to be hoverboarding. Pigs in space. <laughs> okay. Halloween 1 and 2. I watched them back to back last night. I've done it probably 80% of the Halloweens that, that I can remember. So I do it frequently. Now, what Matt said on that show was, so a lot of people do that. And he goes, but I think that it's actually kind of jarring when you go from Halloween right to Halloween 2 because they are quite different in certain ways. The soundtrack immediately is jarring coming off of part one. Uh, the way Michael uh, does things, behaves, looks, it's it's different. It's an, it's an obvious difference between the two movies. Like, it doesn't flow perfectly as one movie. That's yeah. all Matt was trying to say. And that's when I mentioned it on this show or whatever, that's why I said it because everybody mentions that they do that and i said well if you think about it again i'm just biting what matt said so yeah so matt, matt's it. really at fault yeah stop biting matt <laughs> yeah. i'm just telling you i just hey, wanted the, the to one thing that it does well from one to two is man michael drives like a champ in both <laughs> <laughs> look at him he does he does you're saving that you can't wait till next episode <laughs> can you Okay. No, no, no. Topic. Oh, wait a minute. You are going to do it, aren't you? Guys, one of the things we decided to do tonight was, well, me, I, I, I've been carrying around these topics in my pocket for fucking two years. <laughs> I really, I, I get it. I think of something that might be good to talk about in the show, and I put it in my notes. And I have like 30, 40 topics, and they're like rainy day topics. It's like if there's ever something, like, like, like a show like tonight. We didn't, we're trying to take it easy. Because ne next show is fifty, we're up to our fucking balls in, in, in slashers. You know, it's we're busy. You know, so we have topics, and we decided let, let's throw some topics out there and just talk about them. And Brandon decided to start something prematurely in chat the other day. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't help it. I always start something prematurely. <laughs> no, you finish prematurely. Let's yeah. get it right. Well, I start prematurely too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't mean to cut into the fun, but don't we have to Facebook live it? 
What do you mean? You always cut into the fun. You don't mean to. That's that's what you do. Oh, Brady just started talking, so I figured perfect time to cut this off. (laughs) (laughs) Waka waka. Waka waka. Yeah. I know what you're saying, Dave. We're going to get into a friendly, and I'm going to explain when we get to it, but we're going to get into a friendly discussion of Halloween. I don't really want to do it versus anything, but for some reason, the minute I said I just had a few a few gripes with Halloween, you're like, you better fucking be prepared to defend Black Christmas. I don't know why you, you just immediately threw Black Christmas in my face. Well, because you're picking on Halloween 78. That's But here, no, here, I'm not picking on it. Here's the thing with with Halloween '78 for me. I love it, and I'm not gonna give anything away. But it's it's one of the best slashers, and it's gonna be reflected next show on episode 50. That's that's not a spoiler. That would just be crazy if it didn't show up high in any of our lists for some reason. But I feel like it's placed on the pedestal as the greatest slasher of all time. That like nothing even comes close to it. When I feel like it suffers from a few faults that that are just as significant as any other film. Okay. Ding, ding. We'll take this up after. But that's a good opening argument. Okay, go live. Let's see if this works. Keith is watching. Amanda's watching. Christine is watching. Hello out there. How Check do you see out. everybody else? Hey, Aaron. How do you I see? I can't it? see a thing. Did anybody type or no? I have. I put hi. Brandon put hi. Oh, okay. Hi. Somebody Aaron says hello. Oh, this is the problem. Okay, you're going to have to read everything because my phone does not get, get uh, what you call it anymore. What is cannot, wrong with you? Christine's here. The what do you want? Is here. Oh, can you see this? Can you see my phone? Hey, Joey's here. Are we just going to do this again? Hey, everybody's here. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's well, hey, here. It's yeah, like Donnie Rings is in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Rings. We got uh, Amanda. Hello, guys. We got Emma saying, hey, Dave. Ooh, I think she's India. Oh, and then I, I Mike wish I Merriam- could see. I can't see a damn thing. Why can't I see the words? Dave Z is working on his Letterman retirement beard. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo, bango. We got Cinema why, Blend. Derek is, is here. Coliseum. Why is half my head like not in the picture? Uh, that's, the way, that's the way we like it. Emma laughed at the fact that uh, she's attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke. Who could be attracted to this guy? Right. Jim K. Now, is it Jim K, Jim from Toronto? I don't think so. Well, Jim, Jim K says hi, boys. He is Jim from Toronto. We haven't heard from Jim from Toronto in ages. Okay. Hello. What do you guys have to read? Because I can't read. Thanks, everybody, for being here. <laughs> Somebody oh, has to read because it does not show up on my phone. I'm, tr- I'm reading everything. Face, I, I, Brandon's face is like the art... It's like the art from the thing, just a whole bunch of light. That's why we call it right. Twilight. Oh, good. good. Everybody's, everybody's saying hello. That's all I know. Amanda wants to know if I have eyes. We miss so many jokes. Daisy's voice cracks so often that you always think he's about to say the most exciting thing ever. What a hunk. Oh. I love the beard. That's from Joey. Joey loves the beard? Yeah. Everybody loves the beard except my wife. <laughs> so... Kurt Russell from The Thing. I'm getting there, no? Hey, you look just like Kurt Russell. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> Jerry Herring says, congratulations. I'm at work. Just wanted to say congrats on two years of being fucking awesome. Brandon. Christian looks like a raccoon. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. <laughs> Get back to work. Raccoon. Yeah. You eat too much candy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's waiting for his fries, Jerry. Serve him up. <laughs> thanks, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's cracking wise. That's right. That's everybody's right. cracking wise, and I can't see it. I just got to go by. Isn't it weird? I can see everybody joining, but I can't see one thing anybody says. So I Amanda guess- says, "How was everybody's Halloween? Mine was great. How about you guys? Mine was great too. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain. It was cool. It was colder than I'd like, but at least it wasn't raining this year, dude. 
A week ago, it was like 60-something degrees. <laughs> Halloween comes, it's freaking 40. I'm like, oh, man. But I got, so, to, I got to give the kids candy, you know? There's Watch some my good movies. jokes here, man. Read them all. <laughs> Mike Merriman, Brandon has the powder look going. As it either powder from the movie powder or is auditioning for Tony Montana's Mount of Cocaine <laughs> at the local even... theater's revival of Scarface. Nice, Mike. Mike. Nice. Uh, that's a good one. It's the first powder. It's the Victor Salva one. Yeah. I'm auditioning for him. Yeah. I'm that's sitting not... on his lap right now. And that's not powder in his face. That's Victor Salva. <laughs> Salva meeting, all yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> Anybody see Jeepers Creepers 3? I'll ask them a question. How's that? You guys tell me what they say. Thanks, Jim, and thanks, Alex. They both congratulated us on the two years. Thank uh, you, guys. I'm sorry. I don't mean to overtake this, Dave, but if you can't read these things, I don't know what else to do here. So, you, uh, Please overtake it. Keith Christian says uh, mine was great as well. He saw Victor Crawley. Crowley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crawley. Crawley. <laughs> Crawley's, Crawley's, <laughs> Crawley's cousin, Crowley. <laughs> he can't walk. He crawls. <laughs> this live stream has turned into the Jeepers Creepers 4. I refuse <laughs> to watch it. Kyle doesn't want to watch Jeepers Creepers 3. Alex says, I might see it tonight, but I'm hesitant oh, on it. I got a face now. You got a fa eyes without a face. Please go back to the thing. Go back to the thing. <laughs> go back to Victor Salivating. Friesanelli says, uh, JC3 is on his DVR. Is that Jurassic Cock 3? Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> Christine says, thank you. Congratulations on two years. Christine, our last guest. Oh, that, oh, that Christine. Hey, thank you. Crack and wise, I, Christine. I no. Joey has a nice comment here. It's been awesome connecting with the exploding heads. And I need to be careful when I'm listening and driving. I've had to pull over multiple times laughing. Congrats on two years and more to come, fellas. I'm Brandon's most face. Boo! And most people who know you, Joey, would say you don't really have to be careful while listening and driving. Just go ahead. Be reckless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Joey. Do what you got to do. <laughs> no, we love you. Most Thanks. people said they haven't seen Jeepers Creepers. I think... Uh, Andrew's the only one that said he, he said it was a bad film, but he still enjoyed it, gave it a 6.5. Not surprised. He likes bad films. God bless him. <laughs> Imagine if it would have been great. Imagine if Cheaper's Creepers 3 would have come out. It would have been a fucking amazing film. What would people have done? Watched it. You know? Yeah, they would have talked about how amazing it is. <laughs> yeah. You think? You think yeah. they would go see it or they would protest? You can't protest with everything that's going on now. Now it's all coming to light. Come on. Did anyone really think that this shit doesn't exist in Hollywood? This is this is what goes on in Hollywood. This is notoriously known in Hollywood, and now it's coming out left and right every two seconds. Somebody else is accusing someone else, and I believe all of it. I do too, guys. Brandon touched me last week in an inappropriate way. Holy shit! Did you guys replace Dave with Grizzly Adams? <laughs> <laughs> that was Brian Brian Christopher, aka Evil Taylor Hicks. Yep. No, it's just me, man. I'm just going natural for right now. Just doing my thing. It's going to be cold here, man. I got to freaking be warm. You, know? you should see his balls. <laughs> well, sorry I can't see the comments, but. We got a clickety-clackety. Sorry I'm late. Just wanted to pop on and say congrats to two years, fellows. Again, from Evil Taylor Hicks. And Keith Christian says, I'm going to watch it now. It's on my DVR as well. Not expecting too much, this. but I'm a fan of the first two films. So he's going to watch it. There you go. <laughs> Is he going to watch it? He's going to watch it. He's going, <laughs> he's going balls deep into JC3. <laughs> nice we're getting political here too mike has retorted with it's really an abuse of power problem yes it happens in hollywood but it happens pretty much everywhere that a power structure exists in which victims have little to no recourse when abused hmm you mean to tell me a rich white guy is corrupt no no shit 
<laughs> Jason says, congrats. Jason has to go to work. Jason Luxton, so he's going to bed soon. Thanks, Jason. Oh, it's 2 a.m. Yeah, you got to get to sleep, yeah. Jason. What the hell are you Debbie, doing around here? Debbie you wrote, entertain you? the three of you together are a great mix. It gives listeners a well-rounded review of movies. Thanks, guys. Oh, well, thanks, Debbie. That's awesome. Thank you. That's, that's nice. Thank you, Debbie, for including Christian. <laughs> Christian is the Joey Fatone of exploding heads. <laughs> I don't like that comment at all. <laughs> Who said that? Who called him? Hey, one of the Mike questions Benjamin. later on, Mike, is who is my favorite guest on the show? Guess who's not going to be my answer? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, the one thing I could say is I might not be able to say you're my favorite guest, but you were definitely our first. <laughs> <laughs> and they got better from there. <laughs> yeah, you set the bar pretty low, Mike. Damn you. Sorry. <laughs> hey, your first is always memorable, no? Yeah. Marathoning The Shining 97. Thoughts. What about the Shining ninety seven? That's what Jim Kay's watching. He's marathoning them. I have no problem with them. I I don't think I ever saw the ninety seven one. Check it out. It's it's a nice counterpiece to uh you know Kubrick's movie and, and King's book. Honestly, it seems like Victor uh, Crowley is like more liked than most of the horror sequels this year. Correct, Alex. I agree. Is it Alex Edwards? No, uh, it's Alex Harrell. <laughs> oh, Harrow, my baby, Harrow, my bike buddy. Yes, Harrow from the other side. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. Those are the jokes tonight, guys. Two Those years, are... we can crack whatever we want. Yeah, we're doing whatever we want tonight. But yeah, that's all there is to it. So, but we're glad you guys came on, and you know, you're wishing us well and all that good stuff. And I asked about Alex Edwards because of the skeleton crew because the last show dropped today. So. Go listen to it if you haven't. And, uh, yeah, that's serious stuff, man. Without the skeleton crew, there's no Dave Z and Exploding Ed, so i got to give him props. Uh, Brandon, we could have our, our own show here. <laughs> Imagine that. Mike uh, <laughs> Mike countered with, uh, my guest appearance was like the asshole who posts first in a comment thread and nothing else. <laughs> see, you're, see you're, far, you're far behind. Christian, please, please leave the singing to Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I agree to that. Yeah. Thank you. You don't like Adam Green rides the line between horror and comedy. You guys will like it if you dig the others for sure. That's on Victor Crowley from Keith. Victor Crowley. Brandon goes up behind and literally he reads three comments later. (laughs) I was behind by three freaking comments. Listen, I have an excuse. Powder looking son of a bitch. I can't see. I can't see, goddammit. I can't see the comments. Did you guys know that the girl that, that played Judith Myers in Rob Zombie's Halloween remake was actually the little, uh, the youngest version of Jenny in Forrest Gump? When, when he first meets her on the bus, that's her. Oh, really? Yeah. I just found this out. Maybe it was Woodsboro Brothers. Because, I mean, I think it is. It was either them or... Or it was Slice and Dice. It was somebody doing a Halloween retro. And I just heard that. I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. You well, know? Andrew, Andrew's on I, this feed here. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I listened to neither. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I support the shows on this network. Brandon is just making friends left, right, and center. <laughs> and you would think between these two guys that I'd be able, that we would be able to see every comment or hear every comment, I should say. But Oh, we're not. Says, no, we're way behind. We're behind. Like a song by Candlebox. Derek yeah. says, Brandon looks like a bleached asshole. Christine, re- Christine replies that she loves Dave's singing. Yeah. 
See? Thank you. I knew some people like that. I love your singing, dude. JP? Not JP. Andrika? Yeah, she was a young Jenny, so basically he's telling you, fuck you, I already knew that. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We skipped over a really important comment here. Say, have you guys read this shit about Adam Markets claiming that Jason Voorhees is a deadite a la Evil Dead and this is canon? And that's from Evil Taylor Hicks. Fuck a dumb Marcus. Fuck you. How's that? A <laughs> uh, dumb. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I stole uh, it. Yeah. I stole that. It's a skeleton crew joke. But that that's what he goes by. That dumb motherfucker. I, I, well, nothing against him. Just I'm against his movie. Jerry Jerry says that David was a blast recording that last crew show with you. And it that sure killed, as hell was, man. Yeah, and that Kill the Cast is canceled. <gasps> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Dave, why'd you get so excited for a second? Yeah. It wasn't excitement. It was shock. There's a big difference. Adam Marcus' uh, story, there's a link to it. That's so stupid. What an idiot. This guy hasn't directed a movie, I don't think, since Jason Goes to Hell. He, people shit on the movie. And now he's trying to make excuses. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just say, "Hey, it was my first movie. I tried a couple things. I had Sean Cunningham in my ear, and I made a few mistakes." Isn't that what a you? A few feel? mistakes. <laughs> You're being kind. That's why it was rated the worst of the series on our our poll. I know people were saying Manhattan was was there, and Jason not X was getting no. up there. It's not close. No, not close at all. Listen, seven through ten are just not loved. That's all there is to it. They're just not loved. Sorry, Brandon. I'm just. I don't. The- I don't think seven is as hated as you think. And that poll really confirmed that seven really, seven and six had pretty much the same amount of votes. They've had very few votes. No, there yeah. there are a lot of people that like seven. They're just idiots. Yeah. No, they're not. It's a it's a good <laughs> film. Beekler got screwed, and it would have been an even a more amazing film had it never been cut. They raped my movie. They- <laughs> I'll give you that. Beekler did get screwed with the MPAA. They Weinstein been- my movie. <laughs> <laughs> you Brett Ratnered my movie. You Kevin Spacey'd my movie. That that's for you, Vince. A Kevin Spacey joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm really hoping that this is sarcasm. I'm pretty sure since it's Evil Taylor Hicks, it's sarcasm. It is. But he says, I mean the body shaving scene was pretty fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And so what's the most underrated Friday the thirteenth in your opinion? Five. Under- Five, five, yeah. Five. We're all yeah. in a, okay. We all agree. More on that in the future. I mean, <laughs> you know. And Mr. Watson is here and see JP be like, is it the worst though? I don't know why I said that like I was from the Jersey somewhere. Shore. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's back from uh, recording uh, episode 10 in Victor Salva's log cabin in the woods. <laughs> Did you see that creepy location where he was recording from? No. Take care of Mr. Christian. And he's out of here. He says our comedy is very lowbrow and he loves it. <laughs> yes. Can't wait for episode fifty. Beautiful. Because <laughs> forty nine sucks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because this one's That's going. Okay. Oh, it's a meth house you recorded from. A meth house. Man, I wish I would have gone. We get Jason's. If seven had the uncut <laughs> kills, it would be my favorite in the franchise. I would say it would heighten my enjoyment of it because, really, at the end of the day, that's all you have to look forward to in that movie. Uh, the look of Jason is great. I always said I like that what he's done design wise for for zombified Jason for sure. I agree, but the thing is about that movie, it's just like um, uh, they try to do like a greatest hits package of other things that happen in parts one through six, and it's almost like they're they're little skits. You like they you get like a five ten minute thing of this, and it's something we've seen before, and then they do it here. And the only way you know this, if you watch the Banana Laser commentary when we did it, you can hear us explain it perfectly on that. And I'm not just saying that to pimp that show because I'm on it, 
but it, it, it describes what I'm saying better. Brandon, I want you to watch it with that commentary one of these days. You're not going to ruin my enjoyment of it. I actually have changed my mind on, on a lot of the Fridays. Well, one through seven, I appreciate a lot more now after yes. watching Crystal Lake Memories. Just because they were all pretty much screwed by the MPAA. Did you watch Disc 2, Crystal Lake Mammaries, when they talked about the best hits of the franchise? Thanks for the mammaries. I'm supposed to leave the singing to you, Dave. I'm sorry. Can you do that for me nope. now? Thanks for the mammaries. Yeah, that was better. Fuck, why did I, make, why did I just have you one-up me? <laughs> Mike says... Mike says five is the really the only underrated one. Uh, Alex says the reboot is the most underrated in his opinion. Mike then says I'm Christian from Compton. I like that. And then Christian Victor from Compton, nice. Derek says Victor Sava looks like he eats children now. <laughs> he always ate <laughs> children. Children. <laughs> he just doesn't spit them out this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Crystal wow. lactic memories. Wow. <laughs> All right, Emma, take care. She's got to go sleeping. Guess I'll Bye, watch Emma, this back you. later. And we know you'll love Dave's beard more than anything. How about a movie? Victor Crowley versus Victor Selva. <laughs> I want to see that. Or I want to see Victor Selva direct a Victor Crowley movie. <laughs> Selva is just uber old. Ooh, I wonder if he could fight Uber Jason. <laughs> Watson wants to watch the Friday 13 films with uh, Christian and Vince. Eating sausage oh. all night. Yeah, we did eat sausage. Uh, Alex oh, has yeah, got to go. Right. Good night, buddy. <laughs> Take Bye, care. Alex. Bye. Hello and goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Boom. Them's the jokes. Them's the jokes. I still like crystal lactating memories. Oh, uh, Evil Taylor's taking off, too. Well, I All guess right. we should take off then. Looks he's like gonna, everybody's bolting. He's going to call us. Everybody's bolting like Michael. We'll have a sausage fest, Mr. Watson. Derek loves Slaughter High. Fuck Slaughter that. High. Good stuff. Thank you, Derek. Everybody. Thank you. Two years. Two years have been wonderful. We're just having fun tonight. That's all that matters. Yeah, thanks, thanks guys. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see Good you later. Night. We love you. Jason Lloyd joined right when we finished. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jason. <laughs> that was cool. That was fun. That was fun. You know, not many shows are as serious as we are when it comes to content. You know, we do a lot. When there, before you started talking, I swear to God, I heard what? a whoop whoop. Did you hear that, Christian? Before he spoke, it, I don't know if it wasn't like a stutter, but it was just like a like. I've heard it before when I go back and I'm doing some editing. Sometimes there's like, um, yeah, it's like a, a. Well, maybe it was the bell. Maybe it was ding, 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 because we're supposed we're supposed to go to war now, right, or something like that. There's no war here. How can there be war when I'm outright claiming that I love both these slasher films? What you know, do you want to talk about? Let's you know what it is here? You know what I feel like this This reminds me of in sports? Obviously, growing up in the tri-state area, I'm a, I'm a New York fan, so I root for New York teams. So when I went to school in Delaware, everybody there was like, we're Philly fans. And I just grew a strong hatred for all Philly fans, for all Philadelphia teams. And it wasn't until years later that I realized I don't really hate the Philadelphia teams so much as I hate the fans more. And I think I fucking hate the fact that these people put it so high above every other movie, more so than the movie itself. Because I just watched a movie again the other day. I love it. It's great. But does it deserve to be head and shoulders above the rest? Who said it was head and shoulders above the rest? Because I feel like that's where everyone puts it. They put Halloween in the classy slasher. And Friday the 13th is considered the, you know, the dirty cousin. 
Dirty. Dirty <laughs> slut cousin. The Mexican cousin. You can't have sex with your cousin. You'll have retarded babies. Yeah, like I can't pull out while I'm fucking my cousin. <laughs> I think you made a good point, and watching the movie back, I watched one and two, watching them back, you're right. The things it does well, it does so well. Obviously, the music is just a 10 out of 10. I think, obviously, the cinematography is phenomenal, and I even think the characters are all great, despite sometimes hearing mixed reviews on on the characters. I love all the characters. Well, for a slasher, what do you want? No, that's fine, but we can't ignore the fact that Michael's immediately a stunt driver the minute he gets out of uh wherever the hell he is the <laughs> smith's grove yeah. your, your pop filter is not working so well tonight i don't know what's happening yeah okay great got a socket homie you got yeah. a socket <laughs> so yeah that's your beef that michael drives away in the car no, I, I just think that so, two of the main issues i had with the film that you have to acknowledge and i took i take a little bit of points away from is the fact that the driving is never explained, even though Loomis does give that throwaway line that somebody must have taught him in the That asylum. explains it. That joke alone gives it a pass. That's how they get rid of it. Somebody on here must have given him the lessons. Okay. Okay. Stop. Is driving really that hard? Michael Myers went away when, when he was eight years old, okay? Is it really that hard to see? Steering is just steering. Once you figure out... <laughs> I don't know what the hell you just did, Dave. Steering. It's a kid looking at a kid, someone driving. You grab a steering wheel and you move it to know what way. Any idiot can figure that out. The only thing a, a, a kid needs to learn by observance is simply what to step on. There's two pedals. Gas, brake. Michael Any asshole ten, can drive in an emergency. Two. Michael knew 10 and 2. Michael knew 10 and 2. Michael knew 4 and 6. He knew what he had to do. I don't know. <laughs> That's a very dangerous way of driving. You're like, well, did you see the way he was driving? Yes, he was all over the place. He was, you know, any asshole can escape. If you're in a mental asylum, right, and you get, you jump in a car, and you know what a car is, and it's going to get you somewhere faster. I, I venture to say you could probably figure it out pretty quick. Maybe he read a lot of like uh, auto magazines. Maybe locked up in the Smith Grove Library. Okay, now there you go. Now think about it. You're talking about a slasher movie. All slasher movies, if you really want to examine them, you're probably, you could probably question just about anything in just about any one. Now, is that really such a big deal? No, it's not such a big deal. But it is a little bit of a, you know, oh, we don't need to explain this. The way, like, in Friday the 13th, um, I mean, I was just watching Crystal Lake Memories, so I have it fresh in my head listening to the director talk about that disaster that jason takes manhattan is he's like oh we don't need to explain how the boat got into the atlantic we don't need to explain how jason swam to new york you know maybe you do a little but i mean you know what i'm saying in this case the line explains it no in this case because it cut back to him and he says sam for god's sakes you can't uh, have the fields 150 miles away he can't he can't drive that well he was doing very well last night maybe someone here give him lessons explains it all it was written so that you could say oh they addressed it done whether you buy it is up to you yeah that's true okay i you know what i can get on board with that because the fact that they put the line in there 
You know, if somebody said, how the hell did Jason swim here to Manhattan, it'd probably make it a, a 4 out of 10 versus a 3 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Just address it. <laughs> That's true. Okay, no, but I so- also, you know, I I mean, I just found some of the little things a little silly. And, you know, the knife obviously looked fake. The, the bob kill, the knife clearly doesn't go all the way through. And just the whole slashing at Laurie, like, for the first two movies. And I love both of these movies so much. But every time Michael tries to stab Laurie, it's like, it's like he's the most uncoordinated kid in gym class. Like, he can't even come close. And, I mean, you got to admit, the scalpel with the eyes in part two is ridiculous. It's, it's almost where he's got the scalpel. He's, I think it's silly. He's covering his eyes and he's just swinging. It's like walk forward a step and you'll get her. Yeah. In part yeah. one, he, he stabs the couch. He, he's right on top of her. He cuts her sleeve. Yeah, but why are you picking on Halloween? You can pick on any slasher. That's what. Uh, so you think that a lot of people say that Halloween is the is the, the best slasher? That that's the so, only reason why I'm pointing. That's the only reason why I brought this up is because I feel like people place Halloween so far above every other slasher. Yes, but you just kind of answered your own question at the beginning. Well, you got it from what I said in chat, because all slashers probably have some stupid things that you can pick apart, but the stuff that Halloween does that separates it from the others, there has to be, you know... Well, it's atmosphere, it's atmosphere, it's direction, it's the cinematography, it's everything you brought up before that they're praising. And and those were things that obviously were pointed out to me and, and... said you know dave said like the things it does well it does really well that's true the opening, but there, are, there the are other slashers that do that as well what, what other slasher has an opening and ending like that and if they did they probably lifted it from them but i think about well, that think about that opening shot and think I, about the way that film concludes i could think of a couple of slashers that i think are, are on par with it that should be it should be getting maybe a little bit more recognition i shouldn't even say recognition because they're they're the other big popular slashers. I just feel like this one's placed so high. No, Nightmare, I, on Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street, to me, is great. Should be, should be at the top of the heap. Who says it's not? Ask, ask Joe Blow over there. He might say it's his favorite slasher. You ask Jerry, he doesn't like it, but most people do. Okay. In fact, in fact, back in the day, I'd say it was Halloween, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street, and you could have easily sure. flip-flopped the order for me when I was that- younger. Well, that's how I personally feel now. That's how I've always kind of felt. I mean, like I said, I didn't grow up with Michael Myers. I got into um, Halloween later on, so I was always more partial to Freddy and Jason. But now, now I, lo- you know, I'll take I'll take all three of them. I don't want to get rid of any of them. We know that. But- <laughs> well, yeah. one for each hole. You yeah. fucking skunk. Who's in your mouth? <laughs> Tastes like Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I was gonna say Jason's in my mouth. <laughs> Freddie's got to go to got to go glove deep into my ass. <laughs> and I said one for each hole as if he was a woman. <laughs> it's just out of habit, you know. <laughs> you He's got, got two, two ears. Holes. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple extra holes. I a couple of nostrils. Yeah, one for Chucky, one for Leprechaun. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Those I rewatched things. Black Christmas last night. I uh, I chose to watch Black Christmas as my finale for Halloween. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I watched the uh, WNUF Halloween special. I watched Is that a House wrestling of special. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Is that up there with the woman? The WWE, the woman movie. <laughs> the woman movement. You said the woman movie. Remember, I thought that Lucky McKee movie. I think it's Lucky. Oh, McKee, the woman. The woman oh. was a WWE movie. Right. I thought you said the, the woman movement. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. 
I don't even know what the hell I was saying. You talk about you watch Black Christmas, you watch oh, uh, House, the other, uh, House of Fear, Fears, and so I got my two Halloween films in, and then uh, Black Christmas, and I just I found watching Black Christmas this time, and I prepared it specifically because I knew like Dave was gonna come at that film a little bit. He even said it to me. Oh, I well, found because you started with me in Halloween. So no, I I, to... I'm not starting. I'm just pointing out like just a few <laughs> obvious flaws and little mistakes. But just like Black after watching Black Christmas last night, mm-hmm. I feel like there's absolutely nothing wrong with any of that film. <laughs> I love oh, it. For Christmas. You're so <laughs> You're so I'm sorry. Shady. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ask me something. Ask me something that there's wrong with, and I'll I'll explain it. The timeline works out for everything. Are we doing it this show? Yeah, maybe we should save it for for episode. I think we, we gotta save it for the next episode. I think there's an explanation for everything, including okay. the wart line. I'll ask you one question. I'll ask both of you right now. If Black, if Black Christmas is so great, tell me right now without looking at anything. What's the name of the final girl? What's the name of the final girl? Jess. Yeah. How long did it take you? I rest my fucking no, case. You no, <laughs> said it right away. He had a he he backtracked. Oh, let me see. What's the name of the final girl? Jess. If you any if I would have walked up to you and said, "What's the name of the final girl on Halloween?" You'd say, "Lori." Without even a fucking uh, a second, you could say it for all the Nancy. They got all there's. That's not a memorable character. There's not even a final fucking chase in that film. It's fucking some asshole running around uh, looking at phones and shit and, and while they're on the phone paraphernalia. Get the fuck. Lick <laughs> <laughs> my cunt. Yeah. Maybe we should save it for the next show. Okay. I'll save it. I don't know why you're here. Take out my you cats. You got very angry. You got angry. I even started off the whole thing by saying how much I love Halloween. And I think you're going to be shocked next week because I sometimes talk about it like it's going to be number 49 on my list. But it's one of my favorite slashers. I just feel like sometimes people are just like hyperballing it. Oh, <laughs> I want to well, stick this fucking pen through your eyes. <laughs> through your well, blank the- white eyes. <laughs> The whitest eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the All Saints eyes. There you go. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Listen, the same thing. What you said about Halloween, with it being on the top of so many lists, that's my thing with Black Christmas. So okay. I understand where you're coming from. Like, that's, I, I don't hate Black Christmas. And you'll see how I rate it when we get to our top 50. But I'm saying, I don't hate it. Just like you said, you don't hate Halloween. You just don't understand the love because of A, B, and C. And that's, I have, I have the same exact you know, problem with Black Christmas. So I yeah, can see where you're coming from. I it's, think. Not, I, I, it's not that I don't understand the love. I don't understand the why we can't notice the flaws that this has if we can notice the flaws that every other great slasher has. They all have flaws. They all do. Yes. Okay, we all well, do, Brandon. Yeah, we're we not. We all perfect. have flaws. Yes. You not more so than us. Like okay. Why don't we uh, read some emails? We got emails. You guys want to Yeah, fucking read them. This is from Amanda, and this one comes with a question. So, okay. This is from Amanda W. We love you. Thank you for all your support. Second anniversary show. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Are we allowed to talk, Dave? Or was that just at the beginning of the show? (laughs) (laughs) Talk all you want. Uh, Okay. All right. Amanda says, hey, guys, happy anniversary. Congratulations on two amazing years. Thank you for the countless hours of entertainment. I truly appreciate all the hard work and effort that goes into each episode. My question for the three of you is, what was your favorite episode to record? And were there any movies that you really didn't want to review but ended up liking? I got to tell you, I love recording almost all of our episodes, if not. The reason I say almost all is I think it is all, 
but that sounds like a cop-out answer. But the big shows really do have a big special place in our heart. Like that top 10 horror. I hear ya. Was a standout show. And I think we, we've said that one already. So I wanted to come out with something other than the top 10. So I'd say that there's always room for, uh, for Jallo. Which top 10? <laughs> now that's horror. Episode 10. Sorry. Oh, the episode 40, 10. Oh, okay. 40 years the of 40 horror. Years. Okay. I apologize. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for correcting me there. But that, that was a fun as show episode 10. But episode 40, there's always room for Jallo. I thought it was Good. a lot of fun, man. Yeah. I feel the same way as you. I mean, I, I picked a few different episodes. I picked two episodes that weren't as highlighted as those special ones because I felt like you were going to pick them. Yeah. So I picked the Sleepaway Camp episode, obviously, because of how much I love the franchise. That was a big episode. And, yeah, and the Black Coat's Daughter episode, episode 17, just because I felt like felt like we were in our groove reviewing that film. I felt like that was one of our best reviews. Nice. I- I'm going to take a cop-out answer, but it's the truth. So it's not really a cop-out. Anytime anyone is going to ask me this question, I'm always going to say the last show, whatever the last show we did was. And the reason I say this is because every time I listen back, and this has been very consistent ever since this past year, like all of episode 30 and on. I'm not saying that the first 29 shows weren't great because they were. Right but... cast. <laughs> 29B? <laughs> Skip. <laughs> you can't skip it it goes so fast there's no <laughs> you by the time you go to push skip it's over yeah. <laughs> but low but seriously though every time i listen back for this past year every show that's dropped i'll listen back because you know we, we hear them back and it's like 10 days later or whatever and i forget half of what i say because i'm an idiot and i have a shit memory and, you know, it's just I listen back to every show. These guys do, too. And every time I listen, I find myself cracking up. And I, it's weird because I would say probably, like, almost every show this year, I message these guys when I'm finishing listening or during. And I go, man, that last show was fucking great. We're, we're at our peak. Right? I've been saying this for, like, a year. But that's how I truly feel. It seems like it gets better each episode. Like, every episode, I have more fun as it goes on. So that's my cop-out kind of answer. But... Uh, right now, my answer is show 48. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, that's how I feel, you know? That's, so That's great. In terms yeah. of the movies, not looking forward to any of them, I don't really feel like, I feel like we've done a good job of picking. Maybe, and I like the films. I hadn't seen the last in the franchise before we did it, but maybe Paranormal Activity was just like, kind of got to get in the, got to get yourself psyched up to sit down and watch six Paranormals in a row. I was psyched up. But, but, <laughs> but I, was, I was pleasantly surprised and, you know, well, I'm going to tell you The Wailing. When, we, when The Wailing was picked as a Patreon, I was like, ah, it's fucking two hours and 20 minutes for whatever it is. I, I was kind of underwhelmed uh, the, the first time. And um, I don't know. I just, when I, when I, I wasn't very excited about having to watch it and, and review it. it. It just came out a year ago. I just, whatever it was, I wasn't that excited. But, excited. but when we got into it and the way we got into it, it ended up being like our maybe our most serious review of the year, mostly because I was asking all these fucking crazy questions. But I mean, it was a great discussion, so it ended up being like a shining moment for the year. So that's my answer, the wailing. And I've actually looked forward to all of the the movies. I mean, the great thing about this show, and I think, and again, not to cop it out, so I'm going to give you my the the, the follow up part of this is that this really opened up checking out a bunch of movies that either I hadn't seen. Or that I were ripe for a rewatch, 
So for that reason alone, this show has just got me like I've lived horror for the last two years. And before that, I was a horror fan, but I wasn't. And I've told you guys this. I was sticking to the usual suspects that I'd watch kind of over and over again. And I'd watch, you know, 10 plus horror films that were new to that year. Now. It's like we we've got to consume everything because you you, yeah. you want to you you want to do it for the show and 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 so I don't think there's any that I weren't weren't looking forward to I was maybe dreading that the whaling was like a, a two hour and forty five minute movie or whatever it end was but as you've heard if or if you haven't heard uh, Whoa, spoiler he alert it. I loved it <laughs> I fucking loved it so uh, you know, no surprise there so it kind of answers did your you, question did you love it. I ended up loving it. <laughs> All right. You powdered face prick. I'm just, I'm just gonna some, it's going to give you some fuel for a while. Oh, well, thank you, Amanda. Thank you again, Amanda. Much appreciated. Okay. All right. Let's go up one. This is for from DJ Reynolds. Two year. Hey, guys. I don't write or post a lot, but this was a milestone, and you guys deserve the love. Don't know how I came across the podcast at first. Probably was the top 10 of the year with the 22 Shots Boys two years ago, but I've been a fan ever since. Here's the two more. Thank you. Thank you, man. Awesome. Yes, thank yeah. you. And thanks again to the 22 Shots Boys. See, they, they, they put us on, and there we go. Yeah, th- those are the episodes I uh, look the forward week. to at least, the crossover episodes. <laughs> 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 that, I want to change my answer, though, man. The, it's not paranormal activity. It's every show we do with 22 Shots. <laughs> asshole. What an asshole. Oh, Marco V, our homie. All right. Happy anniversary. Marco says, hello, hello. <laughs> got to Perfect. say it in Finnish. Yeah. Uh, hello. Lucky I said it that Hello. <laughs> Is that that sounds like regular Christian. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a slower like... English. <laughs> <laughs> it's postmortem Christian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to pay my respects. Pay my respects? <laughs> Who died? <laughs> <laughs> For the two years of awesomeness that you guys have given us. Thank you guys for giving me a reason to have a stupid-looking smile on my face at work while listening to your podcast. So happy two-year anniversary, Dave, Christian, and even Brandon, too. Even though he sends those fucking Everwing messages and thinks that Picnic at Hanging Rock is a good movie. <laughs> Love you guys, Marco yeah. V. Love you too, homie. You should see the stupid face of Brandon right now. <laughs> I'm in shock that he doesn't like Picnic and Hanging Rock. It's a fucking classic. It'll be a you'll, Patreon. Picnic. You'll hate it. You'll hate it. Oh, you? Oh, really? I'll hate it. I think you will. Oh. I think you'll absolutely hate it. I think Christian will hate it too. Oh, that sucks. Well, any special reason why, or just just because you a, know our tastes? I don't like Picnic. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big Picnic person. <laughs> Fuck Picnic. Every every time Yogi Ants. showed up with a Picnic basket, it was like, "Fuck this bear." <laughs> Maybe you can Patreon pick it for us. <laughs> Don't Patreon me. <laughs> that was awesome. I was. I'm using the Dave Z voice now. What, what voice That's is that? That's what I you? sound like. Oh, no, you do that sometimes. Yeah. Who, who are you imitating when you do that? Don't patronize me like that. Oh, you did the jerky voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when you do that, that's what I... <laughs> okay, Adam Claver says, Hey, yo, happy anniversary to Heroes of Horror, you princes of podcast infamy. Oh. You three gentlemen are deliciously delightful and deserve all of the acclaim that I am humbly bestowing upon you. Ooh. 
I love this. Yeah. Awesome yeah. alliteration, Adam. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so remember, Mr. Christian, when you're slaving over the editing, Mr. Brandon, when your mind races towards the next pun, and Mr. Z, when you're classily, cl- classily hosting over the newest episode that some dudes out there in podcast land are eternally grateful for all your hard work. Just a random question or two. Okay. Well, thank you, Adam. Um, That was awesome, Adam. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was cool. If you were to pit two franchises against each other, Freddy vs. Jason style, which would you pick? I'll go with Hellraiser vs. Phantasm. That's what Adam says. So that's a question. If you're to pit two franchises against each other, Freddy vs. Jason style, what would you pick? What do you guys think that means? Taking the the antagonist or taking the actual film? Take, just no. mashups, mashups. The, I think. the, an- the antagonist. Yeah. Like a Freddy versus Jason. He gave you oh, the example. So, I know, but he didn't, but he didn't, he said, I'll go with Hellraiser versus Phantasm. He didn't say, I'll go with Pinhead versus the Tall Man. No, I so, think that's what he means, Pinhead versus Tall Man. Yeah. Oh, I, funny okay. that you're actually, Dave actually has an argument there, <laughs> yes, because he went with the titles of the movies instead of Pinhead versus. Uh, the tall, tall man. You're tall right. guy. Yeah. There's the tall guy. Yeah, the tall platform <laughs> shoes. I like the ma- I like the ultimate mashup. I think if they're going to do it, they just got to go balls deep and and go all in. And I've called it Clash of the Titans for years, and it's got to have everybody. The plot's going to be contrived one way or the other when you're doing a crossover thing. Think Freddy versus Jason. They had to get it together somehow. Uh, I'm I don't know how many rewrites they had, but I think there was. 19 scripts or something like that. And that's what they came up with. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, the reality is it's always going to be a hodgepodge to get everybody in. But they got to do it. And I figured the way that they could stop them is that they would have to conjure up Pinhead with the puzzle box. And he would put an end to everybody and send them all to hell for the, the big finale. So it's a oh. big cop-out answer, basically. Not everybody. a cop-out at all. Yeah. Not <laughs> a cop-out. I'm just taking everyone. <laughs> Because I'm fucking throwing in the kitchen fucking sink. Powder. Oh, you may as well throw ash in there, too, if you're talking yeah. about the kitchen sink, right? Yeah. <laughs> I actually came up with an idea for a battle of two evil psychological minds. Oh, I know where you're going, I think. All right, I'll let you take a guess at it. Go ahead. Okay. Hannibal Lecter versus Norman Bates. Close. I didn't think Norman Bates. That would have been a good one. But I did Hannibal Lecter versus John Kramer. Oh, fuck, how can I forget? From Kramer Jason? versus Kramer? Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> yeah, and then John Kramer versus Kramer from Seinfeld. <laughs> I just, I, w- I would love to see something like that. I love the psychological, like, brilliant psychopathic horror films. Like, I would love to see them pitted against each other. I that's think that's a, awesome. No, it is a great idea. It's actually a fantastic answer. You one up me, you. you prick bastard, you. Yep. It is a great one. Well, a good they're, they're in yours, too, because you threw everyone in there. They might pop up. I was, yeah, It's not a battle of the minds. Hey, hey go, fi- go face of Kramer teaming up <laughs> yeah. fighting Pinhead and uh, Lecter. Lecter? Uh... Hardly know her. <laughs> um, the Ring versus The Grudge. Isn't that already done? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what a cop-out. Oh, yeah. I was just buying it. Well, because you know what? Yeah. Because I looked at it, their question, like it was franchise against franchise. Well, we'll do franchise against franchise then. So, well, you can do it either way because these, these. So, are from uh, from Trick or Treat? Sow? Sow. <laughs> sow. <laughs> sow. 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 A needle. Sow. Sow. 
Sal. Yeah, I want to have Sal versus um the guy from Motel Hell with the pig head. So it would be Sal versus uh, Sal. <laughs> yeah, it would be Sal. Yeah, that's a Sal, right? A pig? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, though, Sam or Sal. Sal, that's horrible. Sal from Trick or Treat versus the guy from Motel Hell with a pig mask on his head. It'd be like Yoda fighting freaking, uh, what's his name, Count Dooku, bouncing around and shit. <laughs> Imagine that. Okay, I'll, I'll be a little more serious. <laughs> because I was going to pick those two franchises, because they both kind of rival each other, because they both have fucked up continuity, especially now more than ever, I was going to say Halloween versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So I'll just flip it a little bit and say Michael versus Leatherface. Because why not? Michael can drive. He's driving. He's on the way to California <laughs> to go to go kill fucking, uh, to go kill his sister who was at the school. She's at a Texas, and his car breaks Texas down. school. I know what could kill Michael while he's driving. Michael versus Pin. Put Pin in the back seat. It'll scare the shit out of him. <laughs> Fucking crash the car that he dies. <laughs> Pin, what are you doing here? Oh shit. Oh. yeah, Pin. Pin versus Chucky because Chucky did the same thing, didn't he? Come from <laughs> yeah. the back seat. Well, Michael came from the back seat too. Shit, everybody comes in the back. Everybody seat. comes in the back seat. Typically on Brandon's face. <laughs> hey, couldn't you picture it though? Jason or J- Michael, his car breaks down. He's walking around in the woods, a la Rob Zombie's H two. He, he's haggard. He he's confused, and then he just happens to stumble upon you know Leatherface, who's you know doing Tex- some shit in the garden Texas. outside his house. <laughs> garden. Yeah, he's planting tomatoes. <laughs> he's trimming hedges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a more fair fight. It won't be a chainsaw. It'll be a weed whacker. <laughs> What franchise do you believe has the best, worst continuity? Worst is Halloween. Agreed. Sorry. Texas Chainsaw. Or Texas. Thing. Those two, yeah, right. Texas, the ones, yeah. yeah, they suck. There is no continuity. There, even the ones that are supposed to line up sometimes still don't. Right? Even Friday <laughs> the 13th with the dates not matching up and everything being so fucked up that you're trying to piece it together and wedge the puzzle right. pieces in and it doesn't fit. At least you could somehow explain it away a little bit better. Yeah than Halloween or Texas Chainsaw, for sure. I agree. I agree. I think the best continuity is going to have to go to uh, Saw. Saw or Phantasm. Phantasm kind of does it right, too. I actually said Nightmare. Nightmare, really, it's Nightmare 2, 3. Nightmare 1 through 6 kind of works. They they explain it all like... They they follow the timeline. One happens five years later. Two, then she she comes back for three. Then you're following the dream. They they take it to the from the dream warriors to the dream master and then the dream child. That continuity and then six takes place. What ten years after that one, and then I guess the new nightmare is really the only fish out of the water in the remake. But but that point, yeah, I was I was thinking Scream, Final Destination, and then yeah, yeah you're bang on with those too. Saw definitely saw. I mean shit. I mean, Good answers. It, it, they, they take it to another level and saw what they're freaking, you know yeah, what I mean? And I was listening to 22 Shots discuss it today saying, uh, wouldn't it be cool if somebody could piece together a chronological version of it? Like all the flashbacks that we get, like especially in, in parts four through six, and just yeah. do it in order, sit down and watch it in freaking complete order. I wish somebody could arrange it. I wish I had the ability to, to do I think that. it can be done, but I, I'm, not, I'm not the one who'd want to take on that task. It'd be fun, but I just don't have the skill. You know did you I mean? uh, did you get to see Jigsaw? No, no. Okay. I, maybe I'll get to it. Maybe I won't. I, you guys know I, I haven't been gung ho about it the, the entire time. I guess just the the bad taste left in my mouth with that with that final chapter just fucking 
I was like, well, that's a shitty ending, but just let him rest in peace now. I don't, I don't want to. And then, I don't know. I just, I'm not saying I won't see it. I'm just not rushing out. Okay. Did it you? seemed to get favorable reviews. That's I saw it. I saw it. Even by horror fans is what I mean. Yeah. So what do you think? Or are you saying um, that? It, it's, it's my least favorite in the series. Holy shit. What? Really? Yeah. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. There were some people clapping in the movie theaters. I love the direction it went in. I didn't like the approach they took to get it there. I felt like they needed to strip it back even more. I felt like the traps were clumsy. I felt like the writing was just... I mean, look, the Saw movies aren't known for the greatest dialogues. Usually it's cheesy, especially when uh, the tapes play and John's giving his, you know, his whole spiel. But the regular dialogue amongst the characters was like cringeworthy. I was, I was like, oh, man, this is not good. Still above average because it's a Saw film, but I didn't even like like the new um, production of the music. Oh, really? I, I wish they hadn't changed it. I mean, it still sounds like it, but I wish it was just the original. Are there going to be more? Do they leave it open-ended? Yeah, I liked where they went with it. They opened it up for many, many more films, which I like because I like the films. I still rate this an above-average film. Oh. But, you know, it was just... Maybe too much time has passed. It was just... Didn't it didn't it didn't get me the way uh, the way the others did? Dude, you're that high on the series. You think that every movie is average or better in the Saw series? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I do not feel that way about Saw Seven at all. I mean, I, I was thinking of my ratings today because I was listening to them do their ratings. I'd I would rate Saw Seven like a three and a half out of ten. I think Ooh, really, really. What, what did they get? What did they give it? Oh no, they were they were actually fine. They were like, I think in the six area. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's what I'm thinking. Like, even the weakest ones would be like a six. And when I saw this one, I was like in a five and a half. I will have to see it again, not in the theaters, but I don't know. It just didn't have the feel. I you kind of you kind of see where things are are going. Yeah. It 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 was trying to be, I think, a little bit more clever than it was. Usually, it's like overly shocking when certain things happen, though, and it's like, oh, well, that's this, that's this, and. It was kind of like you could see everything coming. Oh, well, I'll get to it before the end of the year. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's wrap this email up. Have a good night, boys. And remember, the only thing better than getting head is getting exploding heads. <laughs> or <Horror> podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Should be our tagline. <laughs> I know, right? Well, maybe we could, we're debuting the new logo. Maybe we can put this slip that in there somewhere. <laughs> right inside. I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you got to change it for me. The only thing better than anything better than getting head is giving head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I don't think we're going to put that in our. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> okay, moving on. Brian Christopher, there he is, our old homie. E.T. Hicks. All right. <laughs> Dear Mr. Pesci, Cronin turd, and New Blood. <laughs> Just wanted to say congrats on two years of top-notch podcasting. Since episode one, Exploding Heads has been a heaping helping of horror comfort food, and I've yet to miss a minute. Here's to many more anniversaries, which may require a contingency plan should Brandon finally asphyxiate in the middle of a recording. <laughs> <laughs> Happy anniversary, fellas. Sincerely, Brian E.T. Hicks Christopher. Thank you, Thanks. sir. Thank you. Thank people. you, Brian. <laughs> I was going to call him by his nickname, but no, thank you, Brian. There you go. He's been around since the beginning. He's been a great supporter. And, yeah, he's our homie. Oh, no! You lost I your deleted notes? all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Delete all. Recover? No, delete all. 
<laughs> Motherfucker. Why won't no, this okay. come back? <laughs> okay, Neil Robson. Two years. Hi, guys. Congratulations on two years. Thank you for the many hours of information, discussions, and entertainment. Keep up the great work. Cheers. Thanks, Neil. Wow. Boom. Thank you. Short but sweet. Bad a boosh. And Charlene. All right. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. I like it. That's already. how you say it, right? Right? Right, Christian? Yeah. Boner soir is what you say. Boner <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Hi. How's my favorite trio doing? Good. Congratulations on the two-year anniversary. Dave and Christian, you guys are awesome. And Brandon, you suck. Calm down, <laughs> Jersey boy. <laughs> Everyone knows I freaking love you in a charming Annie Wilkes kind of way. <laughs> I've said it to Brandon many times, but I feel like every episode is better than, better than the last. Congrats on putting out such a quality show for us to enjoy. All right, that's enough of me sucking your dicks. <laughs> Have fun tonight. Never enough, Shirley. But thank you, uh, thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, thank you. P.S. Oh, Christian. Oh, oh, I know what she's going to say. You still owe me a pack of candy corn <laughs> as payment for my chopping mall idea. Yeah. <laughs> they do not have candy corn in France. If it's good, a very sad thing. It, it is weird. Well, if it goes into production, you might get a piece of candy corn. <laughs> did, you realize, did you realize that you can glue candy corn together and it looks like a corn on the cob? Uh, no. That's what, why I always wondered why candy corn was called candy corn, and Charlene told me. She's like, if you put it together in a pattern, it looks like a corn on the cob. And she sent me a video or a picture, and holy fuck, it looks like a corn on the cob when you, like, glue them all together. She's really infatuated with candy corn. She loves candy corn. Really? Has she ever eaten it before? Yeah, she loves okay. it. I love candy corn. Do you? I, I, I will have one and go, yeah, this is why I don't eat this candy. Okay, I have an audio... And, and an email from the same person. This is from uh, our homie Trin. So, check it out. I'm sending you guys a brief audio file. It pretty much says exactly what this email says. If you can or want to use the audio file instead of reading it, it's up to you. Just do whatever is easiest for you. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm just going to press play. Hey there, Brandon Christian Dave. This is Trin here. I just wanted to thank you guys for making my work days better and let you know how much I really enjoy your show. I found the podcast a year ago, and at first I thought you guys were a bunch of accidental geniuses. <laughs> now, after listening for so long, I know you're just witty smart. You guys can consistently make me laugh in under five minutes, and you're definitely a top-tier podcast. Ooh, I know, because every time Jason Lloyd posts a podcast blitz, it toys with my emotions. I get all excited and pause whatever I'm listening to just to be disappointed. You guys put out an Aww. awesome show, and I want you to know I really appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Nice. Yeah, thanks, Trent. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks, Maybe Trent. weepy. And I'm not, right? that's no BS. That's awesome. Thank you. It is awesome. Yes, Awesome's thanks. my favorite word, I think, but that, it, it sums it up. Awesome. Yes. Okay. And one more voicemail. And then we are done, boys. Done. Not with the show, but yeah. done with this. <laughs> done with this chapter. This is the voicemail, and I am attempting to play it. Hey, guys, this is Matt the Angry Ginger from the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast. Just calling in to wish you guys a two-year anniversary. Damn, that's, that's, that's a pretty big achievement. And uh, Dave, Brandon, and Christian, I just want to say you guys, uh, I just love watching your show. And uh, what your show is one of the inspirations for me to start podcasting. Uh, just just, just the, the, the fun atmosphere you guys create. You know, showing that you, you can... 
talk about movies, be fans, and not be so uptight about it. Uh, yeah, I, I never get sick of listening, guys. So um, here's here's hoping another two more years of the show. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Wow, another really nice message. Yeah, thanks, man. Holy shit. What was his podcast again? Sorry. I think we should yeah. shout it out there. Why not? Was it the good, the he, bad, and the weird? Hold on. Let's yeah, see. he said it so fast at the hey, beginning. Guys, this is Matt Angry Ginger from the Bad, the Weird, and the Cheesy podcast. Okay. okay. The Bad, the, the Weird, bad? and the Cheesy? Yes, the Weird, okay. and the Cheesy. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? That. The Bad, it. the Weird, and the Cheesy. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. That's this show. I'm the Good. I'm the Bad. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm the cheesy. You gotta be quicker. (laughs) I'm the the cheesy. No, that was really really nice of him. I'm glad he, yeah, I mean, look, that's been our approach since day one. We've had formats set for the show, but it's always gotta be fun first. And we are fans. Like, we're not, like, we don't take it seriously in terms of, you know, we're preaching to you. We're giving you our opinion, so we're having a good time uh, doing it. Fact! uh, Our show is the best show in the fucking history of podcasts. Fact. I hate posts like that. I'm glad it encourages more people to podcast. I wish it would encourage Christian to stop podcasting, but... (laughs) Never gonna happen. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Just motorboat it. Motorboat whatever gets in my way. (laughs) He's doing his... what's, What's her name? As he's doing this, is Chris from the end of part three. It could be tits. It could be, yeah, I'm Capital life. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. You know what? Thank you again, and Thanks, you really everybody. should promote that. You should promote that on, on the group page. Go right ahead and do it, because we didn't know about it, and you support us, and you send us, uh, you know, voicemails and whatnot. Put it out there, man. So, and if you have, have a promo, it send it to us, and we'll put it on the show. Yeah, boom. You might even link it in this episode. How's that? Okay. I want to play this because it's been a while, and I've been every show I've been saying that he won't hear this until the next episode, until we put this episode out. We're telling him to bring us a We're telling him bring us a promo. Like we're not live. We're just telling him we'll, we'll, we'll put it in this episode, except you won't hear it until the next episode. There you go. Well, so when you hear it in episode in the next episode, we'll go back and we'll link it into this episode that no one will listen to anymore. Oh, Just said as a okay. promo, we'll do something with it. Okay. Whew. All right, let me play this because just because. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> the last guy did the same thing. You were the guardian. Yes, and you just broke my glasses. You last guy did the same damn thing. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Hey, you gotta, he just body slammed me. <laughs> and then part at the end is gold. He just body slammed me. <laughs> I just picture it in my head. Him looking, him turning and looking at somebody. He just body slammed me. <laughs> no, and, and the guy won the next day too. But it's just who uses body slam that many times in a row in a sentence? <laughs> you just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Not, not you just hit me. Right. You, you, you body slammed me. You just assaulted me. Up. Remember when Hogan picked up Andre the Giants? <laughs> he body slammed him. <laughs> God, I love that guy. We got to get him on the show. Maybe for oh, the reunion. <laughs> yeah, but if he starts talking, all we want him to say is the line. Okay, sure. all right, off the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him to say the line, then we'll bust his balls a little bit, and maybe we can get some new material out of him, you know? <laughs> You're a hack reporter. I just love that part of the end now. 
He just body slams. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like the way you do it better. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. All right. What's next? We got our emails, our emails. That stuff is all done. We got some topics and some questions. What do you guys want to do? You want to look on the Facebook? Do you want to talk about some topics that we came up with? So let's tackle the questions first, and we'll let's tackle them. Tackle okay, my now. tits. Let's, let's body slam these questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, we get, we got some questions for tonight's show. Um, Chris Hall asks, "Is Dave training for a serial killer role in a movie? <laughs> that shaggy hair and beard creeps me the hell out." <laughs> Uh, that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if things keep going the way they're going, it's not going to be a movie. I'm just going to be a serial killer. So, all right, let's move on. Josh Ellis, if you could remove any film from existence, Christian. Oh, film. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> My feelings. Which one it... would it be, and why? Now, should we answer just as horror? Yeah, I think that that's correct for the show. Okay. It's it's exploding headed horror podcast. It's actually a horror movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is. Doesn't even know the fucking name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> fucking part timer. Part timer. Psycho remake. Oh, that's a fucking good answer. Psycho. It just it it doesn't need to exist. It, in fact, it doesn't exist anyway. Okay, it doesn't exist. All right. <laughs> There's so many movies that really don't need to be there. like i really dislike the nightmare on elm street remake like i thought it was really just piss poor psycho's a good one man like i mean it really did add nothing to the series whatsoever because think about it the omen remake some people like it but it was a shot for shot like it didn't really unnecessary it was yeah, unnecessary all those, those shot for shots should be removed because you shouldn't make a shot for shot remake of a classic film if you want to pay homage to it and remake it Add something new and yeah. exciting to it that they couldn't do 40 years ago when they did it. Don't add inferior acting and the same fucking thing. And the, the funniest part of what Gus Van Sant, when he tried to do what he usually would do and put the experimental elements in, that that's the small, it's like literally a percentage uh, of Psycho that worked. Like, and it's, we're just talking about a very small part. And some people didn't like that, but I liked the deer in headlights. I liked all that shit. But it was almost fish out of water because everything else was f uh, shot for shot and miscast, in my opinion, and just, you know, everything else was just wrong. So, yeah, good answer. I, I don't want to piggyback off of it, but I, I might just have to do the cop out of A Nightmare on Elm Street uh, remake. But your hmm. cycle remake is a much better answer. That is a good answer. But it's not personal and passionate enough for me. I'm trying to think of like on another level, a movie that really impacted the genre and, you know, what it spawned was something that you didn't like, you know. So I could be way off on this because these I don't necessarily dislike the movie. And I was going to choose another movie because it's actually a better example where people will really not understand it if I pick that movie. So I'm going to say Jason Lives <laughs> and I'm not trying to be a dick. And I, I really am not. But the reason I'm saying Jason Lives is because that was the one that did two things. I'm off the show. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> no, hold on. That was the movie that did two things in a big way that movies before hadn't done. And that's interject that degree of comedy into a slasher. And people don't give it credit for this. I'm going to give it credit for this. Introduce the self-awareness into horror. 
Yeah. Because mm-hmm. right, most people will look at Scream and say they were the ones that started the self awareness. Well, mm-hmm. not. I mean, yes, they took it to another level, but Jason Lives. They kind of started poking fun at, at you know, the subgenre of slashers and, and the self-awareness with some of the things they say. And that's okay to a degree, but it really spun out of control, and then everything became self-aware, and there became a whole lot more comedy. I'm going to say that. I could say Never Know Street 4 and just be a dick, but <laughs> because that's comedy that, that's, you know, that got too much. But I think Jason Lewis was first, so I'm going to say Jason Lives. As a Friday fanboy, I'm going to actually oh my say Lord. it. Oh, it's, it's shocking to me. Yeah, but don't you understand why? Don't you think those are good reasons because of what it spawned? I'm not necessarily saying bury that movie. I'm but saying... See, I like the self-referential shit. I do like that. If you're talking about comedy and horror, that's a hit and miss for me, too. It did get played out, and then shit happens. And then you go through cycles. We're, we're going through a cycle again. We just had the comedy. We've talked about it on a couple of shows already where we've went through a comedy horror year... And then we, you know, we went through the independent year. We're in the mainstream year. This is what happens. It, it, they, they go through these little, then horror will die again, quote unquote. And then it will recycle and resurface yet again and re, reinvent itself again in the, in the next, in the next phase. This is, this always happens. Horror gets big and then it takes a shit dive for a bit, but the horror fans keep it going and it slowly builds again and slowly builds again. And from we talked about it. We said from the 2000 till to now, this has been probably record. We're coming up to almost two decades. It's been great for the most part. Yeah. Now yeah, we're what, saying what, that. Well, what, what, Dave, what Dave did is instead of eliminating a shit film, he went back and eliminated the source that spawned the shit. Yeah. Right. I, that's I, smart. I, it, it makes them. That's well, you can argue that's that what, Nightmare on Elm Street, I, the first Nightmare on Elm Street is the one that did that. I thought because, he was going to no. pull out Scream. Are you no, fucking see, kidding me? Scream would have been too asinine. I would have I been vilified for saying Scream because I love Scream. The and reason you have Jason Lives, though, is because Freddy, the, the supernatural Freddy, was wisecracky. Then they, they, they upped that in Freddy's Revenge. So maybe Freddy's Revenge is at fault because by the time that Jason Lives came, they were like, shit, what do we do? Well, we'll add a little supernatural element. We'll revive him. Bring the real Jason back. Boom. Inject some comedy. Take a fresh take on the series. Boom. I thought it was ref- kind of refreshing. I maybe I'm in the minority. Actually, I'm not. What, what I've come to realize is that a lot of people do back up Jason Lives. Uh, they do. Yeah, I know. The, yeah, I can't agree. I'm not saying my you're, you're, my you're valid. My Jason Lives has gone up recently. I, I think your timeline might be wrong, though. Let me see. When Nightmare on Elm Street two came, and he's not wisecracking. All he said is, "You got the body, and I got the brain." There was no real comedy in there. It didn't really help yourself, with- fucker. It's not the same. Yeah, like '87. And I love this movie. Dream Warriors was 87. That's when where it became, he, yeah. Uh, okay, Jason Lives came out the year before. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still going to give Jason Lives. The, it, it took comedy to a different place in horror. Comedy and the self-awareness. It's, it's a twofer. That's what I'm saying. Because two things that I'm not so crazy about that both got played out happened in that film. That's, yeah, but not as many people saw Jason Lives as saw the Freddies. Nightmare and, and um, sorry, 1985 would have been a, uh, a pivotal year in horror comedy. Return to the Living Dead, you, you had Reanimator, all of them tongue-in-cheek. Right, that's the right way. But that's the right way, that's the right kind of comedy. I'm fine with that. But, you know, there's a different type. Well, Return to the Living Dead was a little bit more in your face. I just love the way they did it. Anyway, let's, let's move on. Okay, you know what, I'll, I'll give you another answer, too, and it's an answer that I'll use later on in the show, too. I wish Possession was never made. <laughs> oh, God. 
Willis says, what horror movie you feel like was a bait and switch? Mine was Jeepers Creepers 3 and Blair Witch and Mother as of late. Hmm. What do you think he means by the movie being a bait and switch? Because I'm Mark, thinking about marketed, Jeepers Creepers. Market huh? a certain way or expecting a certain thing and then you get something completely different. So I don't know anything about Jeepers Creepers 3. I figured, what, it's a, not a direct sequel to the series? With the Creeper? Yeah, I don't know. And... Yeah, I have no idea and I, uh, I know, kind of know now with Mother... But it doesn't really happen to me because I watch so many trailers and I read about the films before I see them. I know it happened a lot with It Comes at Night this year. Everyone's like, what the fuck came? Nothing came at night. Oh, boy. Well, listen, I don't watch trailers and I don't get any information about the film. So I guess I'm immune to the bait and switch these days. No, you should be the one who gets baited and switched a lot. You should be like going in like thinking, OK, I'm going in to see this. And then it's like, oh, that's nothing like what I expected to see. No, it's the opposite. If I don't know anything about it, then how can I have any expectations? All I know is that it's on the horror movie radar. You know what I'm saying? So like, it comes at night. I, I go walk it in. Though, okay, well, it's it's a, it's on the radar of horror movies. Let's watch it. See, I was I I feel the opposite because I watched the trailer for It Comes at Night. I read about it, and I'm like, okay, this isn't a monster movie. I I knew going in, this isn't a monster movie. Yeah, but people always complain about, I saw the trailer and this wasn't what it advertised. I, I saw the trailer for It Comes at Night, and when I went and I saw it, it wasn't what I was expecting at all. Same thing with The Witch. I was expecting this when I saw a commercial for The Witch, and then I went there and I'm like, this wasn't what, what was advertised. That's, what I, that's how I think people get baited and switched, because they're expecting something because of seeing the trailer. But I guess you have a different interpretation. I, I see it completely different. If, if you have no reference point and don't see the trailer and you walk in blind then how can you complain? It's like we talk about all the time. You, you can blame the marketing, but you can't blame the film itself. So yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe so. Lady in the Water was like that for me because I'd been watching you know, the first four M. Night films, first four horror films, and just thinking, okay, I'm going into a horror film, and it's not really a horror film. You know, It's more of like a, a fantasy drama. I loved it, though, but like it was totally not what I expected. It just threw me off guard. Ah, but, I, but, but I've grown to really love it. Thank you. So, I didn't realize it. The village. The village was a bait and switch for me. And because of that, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. And now I happen to love it because going in second view day, going in expecting, knowing what it's about and taking the film for what it is, is different. But it was advertised as a monster movie, you know? So there you yeah. go. That, that, that has to be okay. my answer. It that, was the village. Cool. Good one. I don't know if I've ever been bait and switched. I don't. You should try it sometime. <laughs> You've been masturbated and switched. <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, you use, you use your left hand. The masturbate and switch. That's a stranger. You yeah, put the, you put it in the freezer for a couple of minutes and then you. <laughs> now, now we're talking. Hear that, isn't, guys? Isn't that the Victor Salva? Yeah. Oh no, that, that, that's a kid's hand in the freezer for an hour. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Hamburger helper, that little hand, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm sure it's happened, but I'm, I'm trying to think, like even from a sequel standpoint. Okay, all right. Let's continue on. Did you finish, Christian? I'm sorry. Did yeah, I, no, I, I I didn't have a definitive answer. So you finished for him. I finished for you. There you go. The master bait <laughs> and switch. Okay. <laughs> oh, here's our homegirl, Christine Strau. Congratulations on two years. That is amazing. To all three, Desert Island. One movie and one thing to eat. What is it? Hellbent Hell and penis. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's uh, that's uh, 
Vince's answer. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't even actually like Hellbent that much. He's like, yeah, it's, it's okay. I thought you were going to say he doesn't like penis that much. I was like, you're <laughs> a fucking liar. It's an acquired taste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Dave, what were, what were you going to say before I just threw that joke in that I pre-wrote? No, it's Christine's. Oh, it's a pre-wrote. Um, pre-wrote. Desert Island. I think we answered the Desert Island movie a few episodes ago. No. Yeah, and it will always like change. We, we have. I feel like it. we did, but I feel like I came with the same answer. Hell bent and penis. Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think I think I said Fright Night the first time around, you and did. I'm sticking with Fright Night. And uh, my snack of choice is Junior Mints. They're so darn refreshing. I think it was food of choice there, coconut lips. I oh, think... that's food. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm... your food of choice. So watch. Movies, your candy. Well, you're gonna you're gonna live off those fucking mints. I'm not. Well, why if I'm dying would I be watching Fright Night? Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming we have all the luxuries there because we have a a DVD or a Blu-ray player set up to watch Fright Night. Fucking guy. Yeah. Chris, you got a TV? You meet, you're, gonna, you're gonna get sick of anything that you eat. Right? This guy's eating sure. protein. He's raw fish. Oh fuck it. Okay. okay, fine. Let's- yeah. Let's change it. How about not Desert Island? How about you're about to get the electric chair and this is your last film and last meal? Oh, no, it doesn't work. That's not the same thing. Elbent and penis. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, fuck, man. I think I used the thing. I think I had Friday 2. I'll still say the thing and I'll just say popcorn if we're going for snacks. God, you really yeah. thought outside the box. <laughs> popcorn, really? Yeah. Oh. Well, I thought we were going to have a meal. I had fucking prime rib. Horse creamed <laughs> horseradish, you're fucking right. junior mints. Right. You know, the thing is you can get prime rib now because they have all those uh those movie and dining experiences now. So you could probably get prime rib watching a movie. You can, but let it be a skunk. That's fine, Christian. If you really have the choice, you really your answer is really popcorn over prime rib? No, it's not, because I thought Snacky over here was dictating the new fucking answers. Just because he had snack doesn't mean we have to snack, does it? <laughs> no. Doesn't. When, I heard, when I read that question, I immediately thought, oh, movie and your favorite movie, Snack. No, you immediately thought of penis and hellbent. I know that's what you immediately thought because you wrote it down <laughs> on a piece of fucking paper. I pre-wrote it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just Pops. pre-wrote that. <laughs> that's exactly, I pre-wrote it. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. They're like, I actually pre-wrote that. There's a piece of paper in his fucking house right now, Dave, that says Hellbent and Penis on it. It's, it's on the computer and it says hope, Hellbent and Penis. I hope his dad comes over and like, tries to clean off the computer and go, what the fuck is going on here? Hellbent and yeah. Penis. It should be like a, the name of a band or something. Yeah, yeah oh. no, I want steak. I want a ribeye. Rare. Patats. And Only I want one thing. <laughs> <laughs> no pack of patoots. No, none of that. What There's do you fucking mean one of... thing she says. Oh, okay. Prime rib. Do I get wine with it or no? No. One it thing. says one Prime fucking rib. Eat. Jesus Christ. Prime rib and ocean water it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I don't want to. hard of a question. One movie, one thing to eat. <laughs> no, but we're trying to milk this for as much as we can, right? <laughs> yeah, fucking lactating mammaries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Um, my answer is I'm, I, I'm not going to change. I'll still say Friday too. Man, I, I will bring... There's no repercussions. I'm not going to get sick from eating too much of it. I'm not going to get the shits, nothing, right? It's just bring what you want to bring. I'm going to bring my mother's lasagna. There you oh. go. Ma, did you bring the <laughs> cooking utensils? Like, I, I want the lasagna. <laughs> I didn't know we get to bring a friend and bring their cuisine with us. <laughs> yeah. I'm just bringing a big fan of it. That never ends. Yeah. I brought Jamie Oliver. <laughs> Cook me up something, Jamie. <laughs> oh, shit. Charlene, 
I'm still crying about the live stream being at 10. Yeah, we missed you. I know. It's 3 a.m. for her, so. We missed her, but she didn't miss much. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It sucked. But she she said she's going to write us an email, and she did. So thank you again. Okay, Cody Robinson. What is the color purple? It's pews. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mike Merriman, all over the place today. I think I enjoyed Animal Creation more than It, as in It, 2017. Am I crazy or am I ahead of the curve of hipster horror opinions? He's hmm. not He's not crazy. I've heard people say it. And Annabelle Creations is getting a lot of positive feedback from people. I enjoyed Annabelle Creation. I don't have it on the level as it, but they're both good films. So the, the thing about Mike is he's a fanboy for the original. The Usually Annabelle? the guys that are the, the big... original Annabelle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that exists. No, for the original It, the fucking the miniseries. Oh, uh, okay. I like so, Annabelle too. <laughs> As well, I meant. We all seen Annabelle, correct or no? No, I have not. I have not seen any Annabelle. So they can't even answer. So Mike, I'm going to say you're a fanboy so hard for the original. That's that's why you don't like the new one as much because you compare. Uh, but they're both good films, so I don't think you're crazy or ahead of the curve. You're just you. You're definitely not ahead of the curve. Trust us. <laughs> You're behind it. Shit. Aaron West, I had a question a while back about sequels. You read it out on the show, but because you said it could take some planning, you said you'd do it on another show. And then we so, never did it. <laughs> so now he's putting us on the spot again. So here's the question, if I remember it correctly. If you could pick, excuse me, if you could make any part two to a horror film, what would it be? And how would you pick up the story at the end of the first? Can it be a part of redoing a part two that was already made? Sure, Brandon. If it needs to be for you, yes. <laughs> what a fucking goober. <laughs> yeah, goober. Another goober. Be- another another better choice of candy than popcorn. <laughs> yeah, or fucking penis. skunk. I fucking love popcorn. I actually love popcorn. I'm not a big popcorn guy. Yeah. The movie or the food? Both. I love both. Um, have anyway. you ever eaten popcorn while watching popcorn? Yes. Can I answer this have, question? Have so you that, ever eaten Junior Mints while eating popcorn, while watching popcorn? No one in the right mind does. <laughs> have you ever eaten Junior Mints while watching The Sopranos while Junior Soprano is on screen? Oh, my fucking God. I'm about to go to <laughs> Or myself. have you ever eaten Junior Mints while watching Junior with Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> or Junior, that terrible slasher movie yeah. about that kid from the 90s. Yeah. Great. Wow. I'm... <laughs> I'm off the, the show. Jokes. Yeah. The I'm removing myself. From the show. I, I must remove myself from this. <laughs> okay, answer the fucking question. Okay. Go ahead. Shit. Mine is entitled Digital Drome. Oh, boy. Video Drome has gone digital and been made available for streaming in the era of pristine digital reproduction and the onset of AR and VR lifestyles. New highs and sexual stimulation is possible in the new flesh. The digital realm. It leaves the viewers' bodies as empty vessels, ripe for hacking and reprogramming, turning it into sex slave and assassins for Videodrome. Wow. That's my sequel idea. This guy's like Rain Man. This is the same guy who said popcorn a minute ago. (laughs) 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 It's night and day. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck both of you. And I I thought literally... it doesn't necessarily have to pick up right after the first one left, but you could easily have Long Live the New Flesh as a, a segue in, and we could have Max Wren digitized, uh, Brian Oblivion, if we, if we if you need to. It, that could all exist in the digital realm. Wow. That, no, that's, 
that's great. There's nothing we could say. I think that's going to surpass that. That's good work. Oh, I know. Cronin turd. I wrote that (laughs) while at least eating popcorn. Even came up with a title for his film. Right? I know. What what do you have? Uh, Be anything? I got Halloween (laughs) 2. No, I had Nightmare (laughs) 2. Okay. I was going to pick it up after uh, the funeral of her friends and her mother, and uh, she's on the hunt now looking for the other children of Elm Street because they're all dispersed. Wow. Okay. That's good. And, I then like it it. Would event- and then it could eventually tie in where the last remaining children are the Dream Warriors for three. Because I don't have a problem with Nightmare 2. I just don't understand why they didn't pick it up there. Wow. It is. It was a weird choice for sequel. I think it was they were so quick to get it out. Because the success of the first one was like, like going crazy. So I think they just sort of streamlined it. Said, let's get it moving. Let's get it going. Okay, I'm gonna be real basic. Uh, yeah, basic. <laughs> My bloody Valentine needed a sequel, don't you think? Yeah, man. Right, the way it ended. I yeah. Mean, now check it out. Dude walks away. We see it at the end. Now, I'm gonna have to ask a question before I give a definitive answer here. When guy walks away, is he missing a limb? Yeah, his hand. Okay, so he's damaged. But he's so he's handless. Okay, it doesn't mean he can't kill. Handless. So guy, right? <laughs> he's handless. Um, what do you say? They throw I can't some... get a handle on this. <laughs> <laughs> they throw they throw some dynamite down there and blow up the fucking mine because they Ooh, want to like kill a, this. Like person. the beginning of Halloween Five. Yes, correct. <laughs> and it blows up, and he floats down a street stream, ends up with some fucking hobo, and puts a, 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 a thing on him, and he says, hey, listen to this. If you, I can save your life. You're damaged. You're fucked up. All you have to do is agree to join my cult. And uh, the guy says yes, and he, he puts a sign on him, and he gets to join the cult, and it gives him power. And a year later, he comes back. And they have a Valentine's dance again. And bodies start dropping. And you think that it's the killer. You know, the same guy from part one. What's his name again? Axel? Harry. No, it's well, not Axel. Harry, it Axel. Harry Warden. The, the, oh, you mean the killer? Yeah, the killer. he was a legend. Axel was right. the one who was actually doing the killing. Okay, so Axel comes back, you know, a year later. And, and the other guy hooks up with the girl with the love triangle. And they're doing their thing. And bodies start dropping. Well, and Axel's the good guy. Well, ultimately, Axel's going to be the, the killer in this movie. So I, I, I was thinking, right. It, it, oh, you Axel think that, Yeah, Axel Foley. Anyway, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to play out that you think that the other guy is the killer. And it turns out that Axel fucking flips and he starts doing the killing. Why did so, he flip? I don't know. I haven't written that much into is it. Is it because Slash think... left Guns N' Roses? <laughs> <laughs> is it because he went on to do Pluto Nash? Yes, that's why. (laughs) Okay, that's the best I got. That was good. Or maybe how about the witch too? Can we just call it witches? And it can be the further adventures of Thomason. How about witchy woman? And you can play the song witchy woman. Just witches, I think, sounds more badass, right? Witches. You know, the sequel to the witch. And it's the further adventures of Thomason. So she becomes part of the coven. And then it's a few years later. And when the, the witch tempts somebody... It's gonna be. It's gonna become Thomason's story, and we get to see her kill a baby and, and put it on and put blood on a broom and fly around, and she becomes, you know, the witch. I am the witch. Just because I want to see Thomas. <laughs> uh, I fucking stand corrected. 
It he is TJ's the good guy. Axel is the fucking bad guy. You're fucking skunk. Out of one of my favorite slashers, I fucked it up. You're a disgrace to Canada. Yeah. Good God. Canada doesn't deserve my bloody Valentine. Uh, no, it doesn't deserve Christians. Let's no, talk more about. It doesn't deserve Canada. Sorry. Let's talk a little bit more about witches. <laughs> is this a sequel to that Angelica Houston movie, Witches? Because I like that movie. More mice. No, that witch, was just called the witches. Witch two on the move. <laughs> nice. See, two. now that that is a joke. That is a joke, everybody. That's beautiful. Anybody else would have said which two electric boogaloo. But <laughs> we don't do say, that on exploding heads. I was gonna say two witch, two furious. But... See, that's what's great about this show. That's better. See, I'm so sick of hearing that joke, electric boogaloo, every time somebody says a part two on a. That, that was my old one. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm glad you got you've evolved and got past it. And on the move is a much better reference. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's funnier. It's not played out like electric boogaloo's become. That joke and Shamalama Ding Dong are the two jokes I wish I never heard again the rest of my life. W- would you erase those jokes off the face of the planet? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> is that a and question? I don't need to give her... And congratulations on two years. That's from Aaron. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Aaron. Denise Thomas, if time travel were a reality and you had the chance to experience the opening night of a horror classic, which movie do you select? Friday the 13th. Halloween 78. Uh, I'm going Friday. Yeah. I would have said Friday. It's funny. I have been saying Friday for years. And the other night, pardon me, last night when I watched Halloween and it ended, I, I, look, I leaned over to my wife and I said, man, could you imagine seeing that in the theater for the first time, not, not expecting... That kind of ending, because that kind of ending wasn't, you know, none of that stuff was par for the course at the time with the killer that can't die and, and the way, you know, the way it ended and everything. That would have blown people fucking away. But except Black Christmas. Yeah, man. Friday. No, those were those 13th. were actually two of the three answers that popped into my head. It was really the big three in terms of franchise: Nightmare, Friday, or Halloween. I chose Friday because, like I've said before, Friday Eight was the first horror movie I ever saw in theaters. I just wish it was. Not eight. <laughs> Fair enough. Dude, Nightmare would be sweet, too. Man. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay, David V. If you could make... Now, this one, we're going to have to put our own spin on it because we are slightly confused. But uh, listen up. If you could make any horror movie a completely interactive VR experience, what would be your first choice? Keep in mind that you have to follow the script and act out the parts of the character you're playing in order to beat your co-host's high scores. Choose wisely, my friends. So do we each play as the same character? Over, We're not playing at the same time, then. The sticking to the script is the confusing part, so, because uh, yeah. then it would all be the same. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you guys really read into it. I'm like, oh, my God. We, Vince and I just talked about this on the last episode of GJF 13, and we said, wouldn't it be awesome? Like, the Friday the 13th I, video game was great, but wouldn't it be awesome if we had a, the total virtual reality submersion into that world, being at the camp, the locales, and, and you know, I said specifically Friday the 13th, the final chapter, but I think you could wedge everything into this ex- experience, and that would be my, my ultimate answer, just because I love that universe so much. I would love that. Love it. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I thought of that. I came up with two different answers just because I was, I was very confused with the characters. So with that answer... I came up with Shaun of the Dead and maybe have it whoever kills the most zombies. You could play as any character. You could play as Shaun. You could play as Yvonne. You could play as Liz. Obviously, I'm choosing any one of the survivors because 
I'm not going to choose one of the people who dies. So that was my like legit answer when I'm thinking, oh, we got to play out as the characters. But House on Haunted Hill, who can survive the longest yeah. in the house? I mean, I this, we're getting there. Like, this is going to happen. At, like, it's happening now. Yeah. AR and VR, as I mentioned, like in my other thing, digital, it's happening as we speak. And, and it's already out. It's just evolving. We're at the early stages of it all happening. It's going to get crazier. Um, of course, porn's already uh, embraced it because they always embrace these technologies first. They really do. Uh, and then it takes off from there. But uh, just imagine that experience. I think just being terrified of running away from Jason, having to hide, having to try to fight him. Or you could choose to go fuck the girl. Or if you're a girl, fuck the guy. If that's what you decide to do in the game, you just have to pay your consequences. Or if uh, you're Shelly, uh, fuck yourself. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine that going to Higgins Haven, running around Crystal Lake, going in for a swim if you want to go in for a swim. Like... Oh, it'd just wow. be fucking crazy. I'm excited at the possibilities. I don't know if we're fully answering the question properly, but I'm just saying we play different characters, and ultimately the goal, just like in the game, would be to survive or to kill Jason. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I was a little confused by the question. That's why I chose Shaun of the Dead because I, I immediately thought of the scene where the two groups meet up. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. one could play as members of the one group, and one could play as members <laughs> of this group, and whoever survives and kills the most zombies. You know what? It just occurred to me that they, they got there from Seinfeld. Did you ever see that episode of Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah. Where yes, they met the he was not with the new gang, yeah. Elaine was? Yeah. Yeah, and it just occurred to me right now, this very second, when you described it, I thought of that Seinfeld scene. That's weird. Yeah, the new oh. cherry. Anyway, George. yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, I, I, I came up with a crazy idea just now as you were explaining it. When you were talking, Christian, about Friday the 13th, something popped into my head. My original answer, because I couldn't come up with anything good, was Saw 3. I think it would be interesting to be placed. Remember that guy that's going through the whole everything on Saw 3 and, oh, yeah. and his, his kid got killed and he had to make all these decisions and torture himself a little bit and, and do all that? If each person was put in a situation like that, you know, if they could make it through the freaking game and what would happen at the end and based on your decisions and how, how quick you reacted and how you went through, I think would be really cool. That would be awesome, actually. Wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. as hell would. But something also just popped into my head and I have to share it. The final girls. Imagine if yeah. the three of us were the guys in the final girls that they were in the know, that knew that this was a movie, and we had to try to save it so we could go back, and we would all interact with the characters a different way. Yeah, right? man. Yeah, I'm fun. so glad you brought up the final girls, just because I rewatched it recently for next episode, and fuck, man, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, while we're at it, let's talk about our um, our viewing for for October. We because uh, the reason I thought about it is because I can't tell you the movies I watch and how many because I watched all fifty of the movies that are gonna make my top fifty for next show. I, I rewatched them all. I finalized. I watched that and maybe another. I would say ten flicks, uh, four or five of them we talked about last show when we did those little reviews, and that's really all I watched. So I watched probably like sixty movies. What about you guys, Christian? Go ahead. I'm counting. Mine. I I don't I don't know why I do this, but. I tend to challenge myself. What else is new? Yes. <laughs> so I, I said I said I wanted to do 75 movies in October, and I wound up doing 86. And 71 of those were slashers, and now all my slashers are done. I think I'm just under 150 slashers watched and prepped for the show. And I've watched a couple of them twice. And uh, a few I just started it up on 2017 flicks, but a lot of slashers. Nice. 80, 86... 
Yeah, I honestly Holy felt shit. like I could have gotten to a hundred. Jesus Christ! Wow, right? Really, yeah, eighty-six. Hope you're not burned out. <laughs> no, I feel I. You know what? I started off the year slow and was right. wasn't getting into it, but now I'm into it. I'm ready to ready to go strong for the the rest of the year. Nice. I, I believe I paced myself perfectly all year, and I couldn't be happier with it. So nice. And, and I did thirty-three, but that nice. includes. That includes some of the ones we talked about last show and, of course, other ones that I've seen since then. And then uh, just my normal, like, the normal Halloween turnover, sure. which we talked about, I think, the last show of the, tw- the right. top 20 movies I like to watch during Halloween as well. I didn't so. watch any of them. Well, except for Halloween 1, 2, and 3 and Trick or Treat. But, I mean, after that, because I was so tied up with slashers, I didn't watch any of the the, the, the regular October movies. And I forgot to mention last show, House of a Thousand Corpses. I don't know why I left it off the list, but that's that's a Halloween film, and I love it. It's my favorite Rob Zombie film, so, you know. You know something? I have a confession to make. This is the first Halloween where I watched Halloween-themed movies. Really? <laughs> I have never – I have. I don't think I've ever consciously done it. Like Black Like Christmas. I just – no, I watched, <laughs> I watched WNUF and House of Fears. Both place, take place on Halloween. Nice, dude. And House of Fears, I, I highly recommend. Very good film. WNUF, I love the way it was shot. I love the nostalgia feel to it, but I felt like the story part of it was a little weak. But the look of it and the, the commercials were actually like the best part of it, the they faux commercials great. and stuff. Yes. I would rather have had like a half hour of that and keep the whole story that they tried to tell out of it. Right on. Oh, and there's something I want to interject. Trick or treat. I actually use a stopwatch. Because remember when we reviewed it last year and we were talking and I said, oh, yeah. wouldn't it be cool? Yeah, the the... the from the screw you to when yeah. the other guy says screw you, how long it takes. It's like the first time you see it. I have it right here. It's like a minute and a half, <laughs> or something like that. And then when it ha- when it plays out later on in the film, it's like six and a half minutes. So <laughs> it's way off. They, it, it, if it, and I even said I go, I give that movie a ten out of ten if that much thought went into it, and it didn't. However, I still think it's an amazing film, and I could still give it a ten out of ten. I really enjoyed it, and I understand. Because I, I, when I think about Creep Show, I just I'm not gonna say that every segment's a ten out of ten. That Stephen King with the shit going on him is not a ten out of ten. I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry, I enjoy it. It's okay. It's fun. But... Meteor shit. I get right. itchy every time he tries to drink the orange juice and it spills all over him. I don't know oh. why. It just makes makes me itchy. Yeah, I feel you. Yes, I think part of the trick or treat thing is because I'm such a Creep Show guy. I don't like another. And I didn't. I, when I see everyone else saying that trick or treat's the best. I kind of take a little bit of umbrage with it because I love Creepshow so much. And the other thing is when I hear people say that, that they watch Trick or Treat on Halloween instead of Halloween 78, which you never used to hear, you know, because Trick or Treat's newer. You know what I mean? When I hear people putting it up on that pedestal, uh, that also kind of rubbed me a little bit wrong. I mean, who cares what people like? I mean, I'm glad it's, they do it. It's funny because like as you were talking about Trick or Treat, I, you were describing it in a way – very similar to 78 where you were forgiving its slight flaws and and right. still saying you can give it a 10 out of 10 so i immediately thought yeah. of, of halloween 78 it's funny that you make that comparison well, it, it's not it, funny it, nobody's laughing no but it gives you the feels man <laughs> when a movie's that good it doesn't matter you can overlook certain little things i feel <laughs> but you know, yeah no i was i'm that way i think i gave it a 10 when we reviewed it right on okay let's let's continue on here Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. 
big weekly podcast here. The discussion is about the most recent horror and genre films. Intelligent talk on a genre that deserves intelligence. A conversation between co-hosts discussing not only the film, but also the connotation that the directors and screenwriters are trying to articulate. When you want more than a review, listen to Dark Discussions. And speaking of perception, there's just one more scene I want to talk about, which is after Caleb discovers that Kyoto's a robot, Kyoto kind of peels off her skin, showing him what's underneath. Now, wait a minute. I know where you're going with this, but tell me you weren't already thinking this 15 minutes earlier in the film. Exactly what he's thinking at that moment. Which is he's a robot, too. Oh, I considered the possibility. Right, and that's what I like, is the fact that the writers were smart enough to know that this is what the audience would be thinking. We've all seen Blade Runner. <laughs> right. Exactly. www.darkdiscussions.com Wherever podcasts are found. Are you tired of the cast? Are you sick of its casty ways? Well then, kill the cast. Are you having trouble in the bedroom? Is your wife tearing down your confidence and your manhood on a daily basis? Are your kids the bastard children of other men? Well then, what are you waiting for? Kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. When you can no longer stand exotic, ravishing women approaching you in the street looking for a good time. When those bi-weekly infant blood transfusions simply aren't enough. When your parents just don't understand. It's time to kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast is the viable, safe alternative to injuring the cast, hurting the cast's feelings, or merely poking the cast with a stick. Why bother to leave the cast alive when you can kill the cast? Kill the cast is vitamin rich and is part of a high protein, low carb and low sugar diet. It's also calorie free, diabetic friendly and recommended by 10 out of 10 dentists. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. I'm Mr. Watson from Horror Corridor, part of the Horrorphilia Network of Horror Podcasts. And I approve this message. Straight from a legend's mouth, you heard it. Kill the cast, a horror podcast for everyone from Cenobites to werewolves. Come join us exclusively on Horrorphilia.com. This is a distress call from across time and space. I am Babs the automated biological support system for the humanoid known as the Witch. Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock is the weekly chronicle of his fight for survival and entertainment on the junk heap of the future. Episodes are transmitted in 15-minute pulses across the dimensional divide weekly for your listening pleasure. As you will learn, the future is not set in stone, and a flux capacitor is a girl's best friend. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witchvs the doomsday clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. 
The Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Now in the words of Lord Humongous. Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Lucas says, the horror genre is basically the black sheep of the movie industry. Movies like Silence of the Lambs and Psycho are seen as masterpieces, but most will never call anything a horror that gets to that level of acclaim. Why do you think this is such a stigma? It is bullshit. It is bullshit. It's just, I'll, I'll just tell you, I think that horror is a dirty word to, to, to serious, you know, fans of film. It's bullshit, but... That's how I look at it, no? Yeah, I I definitely see it. I don't agree with it. It always pissed me off. I think, you know, some people go, oh, Christian, you and your, like, horror movies type thing. And, <laughs> you and your horror movies. And, and, that, and it, it does irk me a bit because I'm like, well, why do you say it like that? Like, Right. I, I, like love, all, I love all types of films, but yeah, like. What about German about? scat porn? Are you into that? Yeah. Well, Two Girls <laughs> and One Stanley Cup there? is my favorite. I told you that. I mean, it's. <laughs> Canadian uh, classic. Even if films like It or Get Out get nominated for any type of awards, I, I don't want to call them secondary awards because they're still big achievements, whether it's like um, editing or makeup or whatever it is. But it's we're never going to see a horror film get a top spot. I don't think we're going to see a horror film get a best picture. Well, Science of the Lambs did it, but then they didn't no, call it a I horror know, film. But, 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 but the thing thriller. is, yeah, that they don't really even consider that a horror film. Like, I wonder what the thought process was thought process was with The Exorcist. Right? How is that not horror? Right. I, I mean, mean, that's straight up horror. So, and I mean. You know what? Horror was, to, I, I'm going to say something that slashers and franchises put a fucking bad mark on the genre permanently. Yeah. And I hate to say it because obviously I love them. We all love them. But. They did. Horror was still classy in the seventies to a degree. You know, it was it was eighty seventy nine to that that eighty three with the slasher movie coming out a week. The shit that yeah. we it's like you know candy for us. Like I'm not saying it's good. We we could dissect it. We know that it, it's kind of garbage, but there's ones that are absolute trash and not worth your time. And then there's ones that are like you know mini classics or or great little you know standouts. We realize that and recognize that now, but they were literally frowned down upon with Siskel and Ebert, like, you know, campaigning against them and like church uh, children or church groups campaigning against them. And then, you know, that carried over to Silent Night, Deadly Night. And it just it did leave a bad taste. And because it was popular and because kids loved them and were consuming them left, right and center, they had a shitload of them being released. And they were very low budget. No money involved, no talent. So they became right. kind of just, right. yeah, they just became trash, hmm? quote unquote. In and that stigma's of, never left it. Or it's no. slowly leaving it. Well, okay. Even, yeah. even with the bigger budgets, you're not, you're not going to see people um, campaigning these movies hardcore for award recognition. It's just not, it's not going to happen. And honestly, you don't need it because we, we, pointed out and we we do this every year is you know all the podcasts do when they review the newer films is point out some of the really award-worthy films and we've had a lot in the last couple of years oh yeah some thought-provoking films it follows the baba duke the witch uh neon demon invitation invitation of tons tons that are to me are worthy of best picture best acting Mm -hmm. best best screenplay Best cinematography. 
Just according, not according to your review last week, that scored service too. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Corp- <laughs> two death, really, two score. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a shame because, you know, horror was still kind of classy for, even though they were doing different things, there was a lot of adult, it was adult oriented. It was geared towards adult. The Hammer films, that wasn't for kids. That's in the 70s. And, and the, you know, Rosemary's Baby and the Satanic movies and other things. They were just presented differently. And I hate to say it again, but it was the slashers in the franchise that it just, it, it's like that entered and it, it, it made horror a dirty word. So dirty that when Silence of the Lambs came and those other films, they were called thrillers. They didn't want it to label it the H word. And yeah. yes, it is coming back slowly because of you know, the success of films this year, but there's always going to be slasher movies and, and silly movies and, and whatever. When you, look at, when you look at the people who decide these awards, it's, it's always these uptight people who are, who find controversy even with non-horror films. Oh, sure. Oh, why weren't there enough Asian people in this film? Why aren't there enough? I mean, there was a like, huge controversy. What was it last year with the, with not enough black people nominated? And then this past year, Everyone who won was black. Right. And Herschel Gordon-Lewis, I guess we... <laughs> Blame Herschel Gordon-Lewis. There you go. Blame him. <laughs> okay, let's go. Matt C. What is the best George Romero dead movie? Well, for me, it's Day of the Dead. For me, it's Dawn. For me, it's Night. Oh, my wow, God. No That's shit. hilarious. Yeah, but Dawn of the Dead is the best. Like, let's just be honest. And it's funny. I was going to say Night years. with Day being a close second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, Dawn was my favorite for the longest time. Like the last 10 years, I've just come around more today. It's just I'm more into the um, everything going on there between the two groups. And I don't know. I just, and I think that the effects are a little better. But whatever. I'm glad, I'm glad we all had different answers. That's kind of cool. All right. Uh, I had Jason Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Which horror movie scene stuck out with you the most from childhood? I think we've told these stories before, kind of, because yeah, I would I say I, the innocence with the ghost in the window freaked the shit out of me, and I had to turn away, and I remember not wanting to watch it. Uh, Friday the 13th, the Kevin Bacon spear through the neck uh, freaked the shit out of me. I had to turn it off, and that's what got me sort of fascinated with horror. And then a little spears. bit later, and spears through the neck, uh, <laughs> and then a little bit later, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, when Freddie got his face pulled off in the first opening dream from Tina, uh, that freaked the hell out of me and intrigued me as well. I was like 12 years old, and that's kind of what I saw these things like sprinkled out throughout my childhood. And I there's like this, I was fearful, but that was also the fascination. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, Those are good answers. That, that, here's all I remember. All I remember from childhood and seeing things that scared me that stuck with me was the, the, the trailer that I put up not too long ago on our group page for the It's Alive. And I was like fucking three years old. And it's my first recollection of fear. I remember seeing, I remember where the television, I remember the way my parents, the apartment that we lived in, I remember the layout of that entire apartment just because of that experience. That's all clear to me because I was very young. I was like two or three. It's crazy. And I remember seeing that commercial and it fucking mm-hmm. scaring me and like feeling fear for the first time that I can recall. So that, that, it was just a trailer, but that's Bilal, it. is that you, Bilal? 
<laughs> I had to pass me case. Um, oh, wrong movie. Yeah. It's alive. It's alive. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, I, keep I, still, that I still in. never saw it. Fuck. Yeah, do it. I, I I'm gonna fucking joke. loop that. I'm, I'm gonna loop that over and over again. Alive. Oh, nice. Alive. Alive. Is that you, Alive? Two. I will watch it. Maybe we'll review it. What is it with the killer babies? Yeah, it's a the mutant babies. babies, not killer babies, mutant babies, and killer. Uh, it's well, alive one, that's... two, and Island of the Alive. Mutant baby too, right? No, it's basket case, basket case two, and basket case three. Right. It's Hold a this... Siamese twin. Bilal, is that you, Bilal? Oh, okay, right. Yeah. I'm confused. Bilal, is that you, Bilal? And I'm gonna mention two more quick things. When Ben Tramer got hit in Halloween two, which is cracking the fucking, fucking amazing. Beat. It's so funny. I watched it last night, and I, 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 my wife was doing something. I said, "Stop! Stop right now! This entire thing is, is top notch. The whole thing from Loomis bugging out and trying to shoot him, and the cop pulling yeah. him away, and, him yeah. up, and then the ambulance coming in, and Ben Tramer getting hit, and the way he's down, and then he's up, and he's burning, and the way Loomis is it is gold." He but when I to saw... Inferno, an Inferno. <laughs> Where the was that cop, cop going? The cop didn't even slow down. No. Didn't even attempt to break. What was he doing? Where was he going? Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> he's going seventy-five in the fucking <laughs> Love it. And how <laughs> drunk was Ben Tramer? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No shit. He, he was, was really drunk. And to think, Lori, the wholesome girl, liked Ben Tramer. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Hey, who he looked was, like he was, was only like twelve? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he didn't look that old. They didn't make him look teenagery at all. <laughs> but I thought he was a punk rocker. I think I told it on, on this on this before. But that's my memory. I was my, my parents were watching it for some strange reason, <laughs> and I just happened to look up and see that scene where freaking he got hit by a car. And for for, for years, I'm oh yeah, Halloween too. That's a movie where that punk rock kid got hit by a car. That's all I remembered. <laughs> and then rocker. one more scene, yeah, because I guess the way his hair looked, I, I didn't see his face. Didn't know it was a mask. I don't know. And one more thing, and I'm pretty sure it's Salem's Lot. Maybe it's Nosferatu, but I think it's Salem's Lot. There's a scary scene when the guy goes, look at me. What is that? You guys don't know? Fuck. Why? Well, I figured it'd it be might something be, uh, epic. The scary scene I remember from Salem's Lot is the kid on the window. At the window. Yeah. Open the window, Mark. I saw Salem's Lot. Open the window. Um, look at me could be Klaus Klinsky in, in Nosferatu, but don't quote me. Maybe it was. It was Maybe. either Nosferatu, was it, or it was a vamp, it was a blue looking vampire. It so. might have been. Uh, but now, <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know what? The greatest part of tonight is if it's not your night, <laughs> and it's making me happy. I'm just gonna... <laughs> it's happy anniversary! Scum. I gotta add two things before Brandon gets the answer at all, and with another Belial, Madame <laughs> X. I don't know if you remember this puppet. But she was on solid gold. That oh, fucking, pu- fucking chin? Yeah, that puppet yeah, scared dude. the pulp out of me. I used to run out of the room. Not a horror movie, but I had to add it. And there was a commercial for Videodrome. And I, I remember seeing it. And that's not my fascination with Videodrome, but it's funny that I do remember this now. It was on Entertainment Tonight, and they're showing a clip from Videodrome. And I remember the hand coming out of the TV. And my dad's like, get out, get out, get out. And I like, I, I ran out of the room, but I was like, like, like just mesmerized by the TV as I was leaving the room. Sure. <laughs> and those are the things that just stick in your head, right? Those are the images. That's scary. And then lastly, Belial. No, <laughs> <laughs> Belial. <laughs> Belial from Island of the End. That's scary. From what? Belial screaming <laughs> that part. Ugh. You know what I'm talking about? Isle of the Dead? I was trying to think of Island of the Dead. I was thinking of It's Isle Alive Isle of the three. Alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> part three. I think it, that's what it's called. That's what I was it's thinking. Alive 3, Isle of the Alive. <laughs> is, that, 
Isle of Belial. I just wanted to say Belial. I was thinking of House Party. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Belial. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think Isle of Belial would be a great movie, though. Is oh, Mar- a whole bunch of Belials on one island? Be Is Martin up. Lawrence in it? No, Belial. No, no, no. I want, How about I'm Martin ready. Lawrence as Belial fighting a bunch of Belials? <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Is that oh, your God, answer? It, it really is his night. No, I and you Belial. Know, the, Sorry, the Devil's Candy wasn't that guy called Belial in that movie too? Yeah, throw yeah. him in the in the movie too. Okay, sorry. I think that was Salman Rushdie. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know why the things that creep me out as a kid. I think of the the half a dog in Return of the Living Dead. Oh. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was a. I didn't know that was comedy as a kid. Don't forget, I was only like six or seven, probably when I first saw it. What about that dog in Nightmare on Elm Street Two that has the human face? (laughs) (laughs) You should have pulled the mask off with his paws. Um, the reverse transformation scene in Fright Night. Oh, the from Wolf to Man. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's now it's sad, and I actually like tear up a little. But back then, I was terrified of it. Chucky coming to life. In mom's hand, over the fireplace. That's good stuff. Fucking that—that yes, that was. I'm Chucky Bates, bitch. Six out of ten. <laughs> and the Candyman opening. Oh, those... of course. That music. Yeah, and... I mean that—that's uh, those. I was really trying to think back when I was kidding. Those were like some of the earliest memories I had. And uh, the fact that Belial crossed over and did an "It's Alive." <laughs> I see see what I'm doing, Christian? I'm taking power away from your fucking joke by actually making fun of myself. It's not working. It's working, <laughs> you fucking skunk. You skunk. Kyle Laugh, our homie who we fucking jinxed. Um, we jinxed his fellow him? film. Remember what happened? I told you last show we, we played his fucking uh, his trailer, in, his uh, oh, promo, yeah. and then he canceled the show the next day. <laughs> But he's on other things. So, play twenty two um, shots tonight. Play twenty two shots tonight. Yeah, guys, do do, do a promo, right? <laughs> nice. All right. Um, excuse me. As fellow film reviewers, I'm sure you have strong opinions about this. What do you think about people who are completely negative when reviewing films, i.e., calling the film stupid or dumb without explaining themselves? Personally, this irks me majorly. But what do you gentlemen think? I don't like it. You know, because you're supposed to be uh, a little bit more objective when reviewing a film. So when you start using the words stupid and dumb, it it really kind of negates that. I mean, if you're going to say it, though, and I'll say it about certain things about it, a movie, but you have to have evidence to back it up. You need to cite examples. If you're just saying, I watched this movie, I thought it was stupid, it was dumb, it was boring, it was slow, two out of ten. You know, that's not a review. If you think it's stupid and dumb, tell me why you think it's stupid and dumb. If you give me, oh, this was a stupid mistake on this person's part. This was a dumb idea that the director had. Okay, you can use those words if you back it up, but I usually don't like to use those types of words. It's the worst when someone's reviewing a movie that you like, and they just cut it down and say that it's dumb or stupid, and, and that that's all they have to say. And that's when it bothers me the most. Yeah, I mean, that's what it, that's. That's ultimately what it is. It's just somebody saying, this is stupid, this is dumb, and it's just, that's it. Well, it's lazy. I, I don't have any issue with quick reviews, as you well know, but <laughs> you have to cite a little bit of the reasoning as Brandon said. Just a, It could just be a little bit. You could say, oh, this movie's dumb, but here's why. 
this yeah. character does this. I don't like the acting. I found the direction very lazy here because they chose this. And however you want to, to go about it, it, it could still be a very quick review if that's, you know, the way you like to do things. But yeah, reason reasoning to back it up. It it, 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 it does irk me as well, too. Did it, 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 did it, did it, did it, did it. <laughs> I just hate the damn hate wagon. I hate the haters. You know, the hate wagon. Like I, I, you know what bothers me when I listen to a podcast just once. I, I, I listen to podcasts and I could ninety something percent of the time tell when I see the name of the film they're reviewing. I can tell already. What what hosts are gonna like this movie and what ones aren't, and if the whole show's gonna hate it or the whole show is gonna love it, and that kind of becomes tiresome as a listener. I think for this show, when something is up, I don't think people can tell if we're gonna love something or hate it. I I I, I don't think I, I, that's what I think is good about our show. I think we just among think. just among the three of us, I think we've shocked each other. I, right. I'm thinking back to when I was just listening to the red uh, red Christmas episode. You guys were shocked at how much I had issue with it. I mean, ultimately, I didn't give it that low of a rating. Yeah, but, uh, which was more shocking. <laughs> yeah, right. That's great when that happens, right? <laughs> I think I rated it higher than you. And we may say, "Oh, that fucking movie," and then we'll get, but and then we we'll get into it. Like there might be a couple of precursors, but ultimately, I think we save it for the the main event. I did it with that score service on episode three. I gave one of those reviews just because that's how I actually felt. I just thought it was dumb, stupid, and a waste of my time. And I never thought at that time that we're reaching so many people that it's going to come back to me the way it did. And, you know, this time around. And this time around with part two, though, I knew what I was getting into. So even though I know this type of film is not for me, I'm going to look for its merits. And that's what I think I did in in the review. And I tried to give it an an honest review for for the people out there who are going to ultimately enjoy this film. We should do that, and we shouldn't be so close-minded on things if we're reviewing them. And I think reviewers shot on, should, yeah. should give reasons. Except shot, on, shot on videos. Huh? Except shot on video movies. They're just it's so not my bad. cup of tea. I'll just say that it's not my cup of tea and be done with it. I'm not going to say it's stupid. I just well, found footage is technically shot on video, but they they True. set it up properly. I know what you mean. It's the problem with shot on video is the ones that are just shoddily shot on video. Because it's like, what did you guys even try? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My, all my movies, I'm not saying my movies are great. The, the, the family movies, they're shot on a fucking iPhone. Or the last right. couple ones. I mean, I think, if I do say so myself, the last two looked amazing. They're shot on a freaking ISO, iPhone 6. I now, forgot to watch the you know, iPhone. Jeez. It's, it's just what you do. And that's not even, I, there's no budget. It's pretty much point and shoot and, okay, let's do this. Done. Yeah. I, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn because some people might think they don't look all that great. But I'm just saying some of that, of course, is post-production uh, processing. But you can, with the technology we've got available nowadays, it is, should be all about the story because there's no excuse to not be able to make your film look okay. But the shot on video shit from the 80s, and I hate to say shit, but most of it was shit. I'd say sh- I'd see shot on video and I'm instantly already... Okay, you're at a four. You're starting at a four. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so tough to watch. The only ones I actually liked were the video violence ones because they had decent they had a decent yeah. story and some decent twists to it. But like films like Spine, um, oh. what was that one? What was that other one that I on my hundred movie challenge list? The one I gave away. The last one, Boarding House. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking well, Sp- nightmare. Spine was like I think even Moods was like, Oh, you didn't like it? I'm like, you didn't <laughs> like it. It was zero. I mean, the camera, the camera couldn't even pan properly. They weren't framing people in the scene. That is abysmal filmmaking. I don't want to watch it. It's boring. There's nothing redeeming to your movie. So the guy acts like a creep and there's some blood later on. I don't care because your movie's <laughs> shot like shit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man. That's not, you don't want to see that shit. Some people, it might not bother. You know, I'll answer that question. Moves. You know we're doing a shot on video episode yeah. now with the. Face. I'm eliminating all shot on video films. If you can eliminate Jason, I'm eliminating all shot on video films except for found <laughs> except for found footage. Okay, fair enough. We got a couple more here. Uh, Mike Merriman, can I come back, please? <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's coming back. <laughs> okay, forgotten cultures. Favorite horror flicks based on true events. Can I come back? Uh, sorry, what was I still laughing at the mic coming back? <laughs> it's that ludicrous of an idea. I, know. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> it was such a disaster the first time around. Why would he want to come back? <laughs> if you could do Green Room 2, then you're coming oh, back. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that was the episode, the Green Room episode, where Dave was dropping F bombs left and right. Oh, really? oh, it was great. Great episode. Nice. Nice. Get a I have an accent tonight. I can't speak. No, you can't speak. Yeah, I said favorite horror flicks based on true events. Tobe Hooper. <laughs> You're going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre counts? No. I so we're not saying Psycho counts, obviously, then? No, I think that's cheesy. I think it's supposed to be based on true. I mean, Amityville Horror, even though is it true <laughs> or not, that's, you know. Yeah. It's, well, it's based on a real case whether what somebody said was real at least yeah you know everything's loosely based henry the portrait of a serial killer is not right it's it's just henry portrait of a serial killer it's not henry the portrait of a serial killer (laughs) he's not the ultimate portrait of (laughs) (laughs) you mean Bilal from it's alive or Bilal from basket case (laughs) (laughs) or house party or house party (laughs) or Or a mashup Yep, or that's candy. the devil's candy. Wasn't wasn't one of Christian dancers before put everybody together? That there should be a Belial yeah. thing. Remember the verses, the franchises: devil's candy versus ah. alive versus house party. So you just open up this basket. Go, what's in here? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of Belial just going at it. And that's how Ghostface gets it. Christian won't like it though because he's in a picnic basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are there, are there many? Right, there's really not that many that I could think of. Wolves at the door <laughs> that, well, that I just saw. I mean, cut, kill, release. Was that what it was called? Fuck from big. Capture, that, kill, release. Capture, yeah, kill, kind of, release right? was bit. But you know what? I don't. That I think that was a one take fucker. I don't think I could go back to watch that again. Oh, I can't. Wait I did a two take fucker. I think. I think I did watch it twice for the show. Wait, are we still talking about top eighteen actual events? Yeah, that was based on an actual event. Capture, kill, release. Yeah, yeah I we told talked you it was about based it on the show. It was, in it was based on it was in uh, the oh. killers. Yeah, in uh, in just outside Niagara Falls in St. Catharines. Yeah, oh, okay. we talked about it that day. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I I wasn't listening. So there isn't too many. Yeah. No, he was not this fucking guy. This fucking yeah. guy. Well, you're, you're you probably prepping for cinema some... attack. Come on, <laughs> 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 the blend. Right, uh, Jill Ellis back. She's hey, good Jill. To see you. Yeah, good to see you. Um, three favorite horror sequels. You know what? 
I'm going to wait because uh, they're slashers. They're, they're going to be on the next show. So I'm not going to answer that now. Yeah, my, my three are slashers as well. Sorry, Joel. You will have to wait till next episode. Tune in. Tune in oh, and, and basket case, too. <laughs> on the back, roof. Back to the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't need, I don't think I saw any of those sequels. I don't think I've ever seen It's Alive. Wow. Oh, well, now, now, now someone's going to make us do it on Patreon. No, someone's going to make us do shot on video because we talk shit about it. We're going to be doing spine and boarding house, and I will quit the show. I'll send the money back to that person. Uh, you know what? I will do. I'll do It's Alive 1, 2, and 3. I'd love to do those. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. It'd be a fun trilogy. Why not? The Trav. The Trav would like to know if the Potato Gun ripoff horror podcast featuring the Pesci is ever going to debut. You tell me because I don't know. Uh, P.S. Bring back the anal bleaching jokes. I think we did one tonight, didn't we? Uh, we may have bleached one tonight, but I think we... Someone said it on uh, the Facebook yeah, feed. That Jerry was... said my face was as white as a bleached asshole. Okay, well, there you go. There's it has been a while. We ended the show, but I still think we're going back like five, six shows that were we ended it really quickly with a bleached asshole joke. Yeah, that hasn't been a comet joke. There hasn't been a top-notch joke in a while. I mean, come on. We evolve. I said top-notch earlier. <laughs> yeah, we do evolve. You're right. PPS Mahoney. It's coming is. back. It's coming back. Bleached asshole jokes. A dime a dozen next episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Episode 50 that, that hopefully everybody in the world is going to hear. We're going to be talking about bleached assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Nice. At number 50. <laughs> I'm getting all my F-bombs and asshole talks out, out this show because next show I'm going to try to clean it up. So see how that works yeah, it's gonna fail miserably <laughs> i'm really gonna try man I, it, i'm really yeah. anticipating we're gonna have new listeners that are gonna their ears are gonna be hearing us for the first time because of the premise of the show so we'll see i don't know all right uh rafael oh there you are what are each of your reasons on why you enjoy to do podcasting and what makes you want to continue i'll tell you right now these two fucking guys that i'm looking at right now that's my answer it's Say what is you it, want. Is it us? It's you too. Yeah, yes. thanks. Man. Imagine if he turns the camera around this dude just <laughs> random guy standing right in front of him. Hey, Jerome! Yeah, we'll copy it. Yeah. Belial! <laughs> Jerome, Belial! Jerome, Jerome and Belial. <laughs> I guess Dwayne and Belial would have been funnier. but <laughs> Is it his name, Dwayne? It is Dwayne. Yeah. Yep. yep. Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That was the showstopper worst joke I've ever heard in my life. Showstopper. Awesome. Yes. I actually like that joke. Uh, well, you I think would, I read it in like, in like fourth grade. Like yeah, no, that's a good joke. It's been a while since I heard that one. Uh, it, yeah, I agree, man. I mean, we have, I think, I don't think it's patting ourselves on the back. I think we play off each other quite well. Good chemistry. It's always fun. I enjoy yeah. coming on and doing the shows. It's, it's It really is the answer. I mean, I enjoy yeah. talking horror but I don't think I could do it as much as I do it with any other two men. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck am I? <laughs> <laughs> <Bilal! Yeah. laughs> hellbent and penis. I'm hellbent on Belial and penis. Okay, one more question. Jape Man, favorite lesbian makeout scene in a horror movie? Hmm. Who makes out in a horror movie? Two lesbians. Black Swan. What do you say? Black, Black Swan, if that's considered horror. Oh, well, if you can consider that horror, of course, because, oh, especially because one of them... One Neon of them Demon. Oh, yeah, they're, well, no, she, she turns her down. They don't go at it, do they? Oh, no, she's it's the dead guys she's making it with. Vampires, I think, from uh, 
Like you're going old school, a little bit more old school. Man, I wish I knew. I, uh, I the Sentinel, then those two girls start kissing. Isn't that weird that I can't come up with anything? That none of us can really? None of us. I've been shooting off five or six here. Three. So they, yeah, but three. are they good? Well, okay. Exactly. Black, Swan. <laughs> good? Black Swan is one if it counts. Right. And the other ones, uh, are they really great? Is that your favorite? Look, it's just the only one you could think of. I was thinking, uh, what do you call it? But it's not horror. But the first thing I thought of was that movie, um, oh, fuck, with Nev Keep Campbell. inside Brandon. Wild things. Yeah. <laughs> Wild things. That shit. That's good stuff. Oh, well, that, that's all we got. It's all our questions. The Hunger. The Hunger? Yeah, with uh, Susan Sarandon and what's her name? I don't think I've seen it. Well, anyway, um, let's pick out one. One topic, and then we'll be out. I want to ask you guys this question. Who do you think would have been the better choice to make the killer? Jamie Lloyd at the end of Halloween 4, right? <laughs> Remember how they made her the killer at the end of Halloween 4? And, oh, what's going to happen next movie? I guess Jamie's going to be the killer. Michael's dead. Or Tommy Jarvis at the end of Friday the 13th, the final chapter. I guess it depends on how they went about doing it. Because Jamie Lloyd, if they decided to take the... The part four was the opening scene of Halloween, and then they jumped like 10 years later for Halloween five, and she's the killer. It could have worked. Maybe it could have worked. We're talking about a female killer. There yes. you go. That would have been a great, right. a great option. For Tommy, they should have gone with Tommy. Yep. Instead of the... I, I Don't get me wrong. I like five, and five could still be the movie it was. It just should have been Tommy instead of this yeah. fucking paramedic uh, ambulance driver guy. Then they could have maybe done... <laughs> Uh, I think Vince came up with this idea. So I'll, you know, what you did with Matt earlier, I'll steal this from Vince and a Tommy versus the real Jason. Like part six could have been like Jason lives and it's like Tommy versus Jason. Are they both going to have hockey masks on? The, yeah. One has the blue one has the red. The blue one is oh. Tommy. <laughs> well, instead of Roy. Right. right. <laughs> I can dig it. But I, I like the girl hopping 10 years or later and, and going that route. That would have been cool. See, and, I mean, do you think that when they made those films, that was the intent? Because why else would you do that? This is something I've all, I've had, like I said, I've had these notes for a while, and I've always wanted to bring up this one specifically on the show because it's crossed my mind many times, and I never discussed it on any show before. But did you guys think when they made those films that that was the intent? Because why, why do it if you're not going to? You know like, what? I, I, do, I don't know. Sorry, Brandon. Were you, were you no, gonna say? I was going to say, I, I think the intent was probably there. But, you know, with these franchises, too many too many hands in the cookie jar. Look, just... yeah. Halloween. You, you had Halloween 1 and 2. They Then they went to 3, and it bombed in the sense of, like, they didn't want to continue with the anthology idea of every year being a different story. What, six years go by? Yeah. Halloween 4 comes out. The Return of Michael Myers. Why bring him back for one fucking movie? I guess they were trying to give you the born chilling idea. It was a super hit. And Mustafa Khan's like, well, we can't let him die now. As they usually use the tagline, evil never dies in practically all the shoot. I think then they, right. they throw it all on. And I think they say, well, now we've got to explain away that fucking ending that we made. Okay, she <laughs> wounded her mom. She can't right. speak. Awful. She's got a Awful. mental link to, uh, to Michael. And now we'll throw some dynamite down and he'll live with a hermit for a year. Done and done. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, I can't see Lori being the killer. I mean, it would be a cool idea if it had happened back then, but I can't see it given, you know, the type of character she she is specifically in 1 and 2. Wouldn't it have been crazy if she killed Loomis instead of her mother? No! Right. And he would be saying no because he was getting stabbed. 
Don't stab me. You know? My <laughs> shoes fell off. <laughs> you did body slam me. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I've always wondered about that. The Tommy thing, because they both did it. Too big the, to- the Tommy theme seemed like the obvious choice, so it seemed like it seemed like it just would have been super successful had they gone that route. But Tommy seemed to have a fan base. Yeah. So they could have made it work. Uh, they didn't need John Shepard reprising the role. It could have been anybody at that point. But they they don't need that bridge movie. Halloween 5, or Friday 5, could be the bridge movie and then go into 6 as him being the killer. But the climax of 5, he should, just should have revealed Tommy as the killer. Yeah, no question about it. I'm, I'm still kind of glad because, you know, part 5 was a mystery. And that's something we hadn't seen since part one. Yeah. So true. that was kind of cool. And and that was a big thing in slashers, which they took from the Jallos, the whole whodunit thing. And that was, that, that kind of became like a, uh, a lost art by the time, uh, 85, 86 came around, you well, know, you could have still added a mystery. No one, like they didn't really make it look like it was Tommy. Well, a, you couldn't see anybody cause you don't see Jason until the end. Then when Jason right. busts, not even busts through the door, fucking explodes through the door <laughs> in part five he uh <laughs> like he explodes through that fucking door he doesn't look he's huge like he you, you the body size doesn't even compare to tommy so at that point you already know it's not him but but the ridiculousness of it being this ambulance driver was just like nutsoid should have been reggie fuck reggie, <laughs> reggie. what do i have against him yeah I have something against kids in, in slashers. I don't want them there. I want a final girl. I don't want a final girl and a fucking final kid. That's my not. That's my only knock on Friday so the Thirteenth final chapter. You are very it, tough to please. It's not tough to please. It's just that parts one, two, and three were so great because of the final chase, and then all of a sudden, in every movie since, starting with final chapter, it became a fucking teamwork. That's hey, it. teamwork with balls. I think I'm seeing now which two films are about to flip flop. She runs. He's shaving his fucking head upstairs. Yeah, with a newspaper clipping of Jason because somebody got a picture of Jason in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, but they're still together. There's that one scene when he has to make the decision. And one's yeah. there. Remember, they, they put the TV over his head and he wakes up and there's one on one side and one on the other. And it's it's not as scary to me when it's more than one person. Something about the final chase scenes in parts one through three and putting yourself in the shoes of the person being by themselves is scarier to me. But it seems the, like something is taken away when you have another person there. But if the shoes are too big, they'll fall off. <laughs> <laughs> My shoes fell off. Yeah. Oh, I stole Brandon Christian's joke. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. That's all I could think about when I was watching Halloween 2. Her <laughs> shoes fell off. <laughs> what I never, you know what the funniest part of Halloween 2 is? And it's so obvious that. As I don't know why it, I only realized it this time watching it is that he doesn't actually use a knife at all through the movie. I thought he did, but it's always a hospital instrument. Yeah. It's always a scalpel. He or, takes the knife from the L rods and never uses it. You're saying, what he, the fuck? Oh, he, I, I stand correct. So at the beginning, he stabs that girl in the scene. You don't like the jump kill come in the face scene of the blood splatter oh. in her face. That's where he uses the knife, but he doesn't take the knife out of her to continue his rampage. He just goes to the hospital, then uses a scalpel and a hammer, and yeah, that's pretty much he, it. He read, he read Grey's Anatomy in the drive over there, so he knew yeah. what to use. 
It was a waste of a knife, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it. that was this, this signature fucking thing in the first movie, and then all of a sudden he grabs it right at the beginning. Like, you know, in, in, in Friday the 13th, when Jason gets his hands on a machete, he sticks with it. You know, uh, it, it's weird that he found it right away. Like, okay, this is how Michael gets his, his, his uh, you know, his chef's knife bath. Awesome. Let's use it. And then he only uses it once. That's weird. Yeah. I guess they wanted to do, like you said, have a, a different, a, a wide array of weapons, which I guess they kind of got there from Friday the 13th, if you think about it. Oh, the, the, the stupid things when the series went on. I know this is off topic now. Like in part four, where he walks up the stairs, why not have a knife with you? And then Brady could have knocked it out of his his hands with the shotgun before he crushes Brady's neck with his bare hands. But no, he crushes Brady's neck with his bare hands and then goes up to the attic to pull out the old kitchen knife in the attic routine. Those are all the little nitpick things I have with four. I know you've got way Fuck more, that. but yeah, dude, yeah, there's not there's not like a there's not like one memorable kill in that movie. It's there's just tons of memorable kills. The guy that gets the thumb in his head in mid sentence was a huge. I remember that major great. Uh, jump scare and kill and then the other guy that gets his neck ripped the hillbilly guy driving the truck shit yeah. Earl it's Ted Hollister yeah. but the guy in the truck Earl I guess it yeah is. yeah all of a sudden you fucking dumb son of a goes, bitch yeah you dumb son of a bitch that's not Myers or whatever the fuck he said you right? said you saw Myers yeah right <laughs> Bucky Bucky's like memorable but stupid but there's oh, some Bucky, memorable Bucky, kills yeah Find that Halloween shit with me. Nice. <laughs> right, and that concludes our review of Halloween 4 ratings. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Who's in that? Blile. <laughs> Two years, gentlemen. Two years. Pretty uh, awesome. Pretty no, awesome. No, and all joking just, aside, it is awesome, man. Holy I, fuck. I, um, I just want to say that to, every, to everybody listening, what you see is what you get. The three of us here doing this you know, we're bullshitting for half an hour before we hit the record button. It is 100% no different when the record button is on than when the record button is off. This is us. We just get together and talk and bullshit and do our thing. Some would say and... it's worse once we hit the record button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times do I say, oh, we should have been recording that. You're right. I blew my load you already. <laughs> you can't recreate it, right? <laughs> but this is it. This is 100% real. There's no fucking... No nonsense. It's just us getting on, talking, and doing our thing. For two years, we've done everything we set out to do. We try to be innovative, do different things. We've kind of changed the format a little bit. I think it's been it's been great. There's been no bullshit, zero drama, zero, nothing ever. No. I've never been involved. Between us, <laughs> no, between us, zero, us three. Yeah. I, I've never been involved in a show or any other thing anywhere near this where it was always harmonious and there was never a problem. And we recorded every other Sunday, except for maybe four, maybe five. And anytime someone had to change, we just changed. We adjusted it. I believe that this is a show that it has to be the three of us. It can't just be like, like the like skeleton crew just wrapped up. They went through different revolving co-hosts, so to speak, and different things. And other shows will do it. One guy can't make it. Oh, we'll just go on without him. Or we'll have someone else in. I don't think that this show could ever be it has to be all three of us here it just it wouldn't work i mean i'm not saying it would be a bad show if one day christian couldn't make it it was me and and b and jp uh, yes we would have a good time but it wouldn't be exploding heads it, it has got to be us three and again we've set out to do everything that we wanted to do it's been great we said we were going to have a guest every every 10 shows guess what we've had five guests <laughs> so six has it been six 
six and seven if you conclude, Christine. Okay, well, okay, I lied. We didn't set out to what we wanted to do, sorry. Okay, but but Lauren was a, a thing that just happened, you know what I mean? It wasn't, uh, we weren't planning, it wasn't someone that did a regular podcast that we were gonna, it was, it was no different, most people would, would just would have interviewed Lauren, actually. Yeah, we're still, we're still waiting for, uh, episode two of her podcast. She's missing, dude, she's missing, she's, I mean, she's very busy, but I mean, she's, uh, I haven't talked to her in, in, in quite a while, she hasn't done anything with, with that podcast, I just think she's, she's busy with films and planning her wedding, honestly, that's what I think she's doing, so she's very busy, but anyway. We've set out to do what we wanted to do. There's been no drama. Everything is real. It's been a, a fantastic two years. You guys have been fucking amazing, and it, I couldn't be happier. So uh, that's a, I'm toasting my water because that's what I'm, I am. I'm drinking my water. I Salute. got nothing. Salute, Salute, you mafia sons of bitches, you. Hey, Donnie rings. <laughs> I'm onion rings. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> So thank you. Thank you to both of you guys. Thank you. I couldn't even imagine it, it came out as good as it did. And it came out even better than I imagined. So I just want to say you guys Everything, are awesome. Yeah, I, I I feel the exact same way. Everything just sort of fell into place the way it was supposed to. And it's been, it feels like we just started yesterday. It's hard to, to realize it's been two years. That is nuts. That's crazy. Two yeah. fucking years flew by like that. Yeah. But no, right? I, I echo everything you just said. It, it's been amazing. Uh, I want to pat ourselves on the back even more, but I don't want to bore the audience as well, But or the listeners, the audience. The audience. There's nobody listening right now. We're now recording in front of a lot of audience. audience. It's my cat who's like trying to <laughs> sit on my lap. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I mean, what you see is what you get. This is as real as it gets. There's no bullshit here, and it's... uh. It's been amazing. It really has. And I hope we have at least two more years. I hope we can continue to have these times. And I don't think it could ever change. It just seems to keep getting better. Like I said, each show seems to be better than the last. So, I mean, I don't know. It feels as fresh as it does now, the day we started. I still get excited to record. Oh. I get excited to prep. In yeah. fact, it builds now. So, like, I mean, I just don't see, you know, can't predict the future, but all things going well i just see us doing this for for a long time yeah man man yep. men yeah yeah man <laughs> yeah man yeah man. i concur i'm looking forward to the next show it's gonna oh, be a killer show it's good i i've never looked forward to a show more <laughs> i'm so excited because it's been yeah. a year freaking in preparation you know yeah it's gonna be a big one it sure as hell is man i'm oh man i'm so uh, i'm very excited and i'm I hope all you guys tune into that. I mean, the top 50 slashers, no one's ever done anything even close to that. And we've watched plenty of movies. and We're kind of experts on slashers now. <laughs> I know, right? That's I mean, we've seen a lot. Fact. We've seen a lot. We were experts. Fact, <laughs> right. No, it's fact. I'm kidding. Fact. I'm kidding. <laughs> yep. So, guys, tune in for that. Let me just do a couple plugs before we go. Oh, you know what? We forgot to say something. The Patreon thing. There are There is one pick. It was Anguish. Correct? We're supposed yes. to do English? That's By for Sam? Sam yes. Okay. I'm going to put a thing on the Patreon. But I think I already did one. Nobody responded. But uh, we're, we're booked to the end of the year. I mean, this is season two. It's, you know, it's going to be, you know, this is a, 
this is going to be it. And then 50, we got episode 50. I can't even talk. Sorry. Um, then we got the, the Christmas show. And then we got the end of the year show. And then it's January. And then we're going to do what we do. We're either going to take a break or just put out some Patreon only stuff or maybe do a couple bonus episodes. And we don't know what we're doing. But anything with Patreon, any, any picks that come in, we know we have to do anguish. If anybody else has one they want to submit, please let us know. We will definitely, of course, get to it in the new year. Right now, we're, we've been very busy with this slasher thing, and then we got to wrap up 2017. So just let us get through that. And if you want to get on the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash explodingheads. Again, explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com or voicemail 702-389-6472. So that's about it. Uh, are we forgetting anything before we say goodbye? I just want to uh, promote the Horror horror Mafia podcast because, uh, you know, those guys are great. They don't seem like they've got any drama over there. And Don Don and Ellie really does a lot of promotion for the network. So, I I mean, you know, thanks, Don. And uh, and this goes out to BC and and Joey as well. But, I mean, Don is really – when he puts (laughs) those Friday posts out – no, I mean, he really does – like promote the horrorphilia network, not just the horrorphilia network, but just podcasts that I think he uh, respects and enjoys listening right. to as well. Legion and others. Yeah. yeah. So it, that's great. And, you know, I think they deserve a, a, another shout out. Right on. And as long as we're shouting out shows, there's a couple more that I, uh, that I've listened to that I, I've never mentioned before. Alone in the dark, ancient slumber, darkest hour, black cat shadow, uh, nightmare on film street. Yes, I think that, I think I've covered it all. So I just wanted to mention that I don't think I've ever mentioned them before, or maybe if I had, it's you know been once, but uh, they're on the list. So yeah, go check those shows out. Tell them that we sent you. And uh, are we cool? Is that it? Is there anything else we have to add on this uh, stupendous evening? <laughs> I think no? that's it, man. Yeah, uh, maybe just uh, one more. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you nice. stole my joke. I was going to wait until he says goodnight. I was going to say, bye, Lyle. <laughs> waka, nice. waka. Well, brush uh, up on your slashers. The big show's coming next. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> you know? I, I guess the one thing we just, I mean, it's in. Imp- it's implied and it should be known at this point is how much we appreciate all the support from the listeners and the Facebook face. <laughs> Book group members, face group book members. <laughs> we do, nice. we yeah. Do. Brush it's up, been, it's Brush been up. phenomenal because Definitely. it's gonna be a spoiler episode. Like, I, I, where I'm going with it is we're not setting out to spoil movies, but when we talk about them, we'll probably just talk about them as if they're spoilers, unless they're brand spanking new, uh, which I can't imagine them making our top 50 list necessarily, especially right. if they're North American because I don't think I've seen a North American release slasher that was brand spanking new brush up on your <laughs> slashers brush them like you're brushing that fucking bleach in your asshole to get it all sparkly white <laughs> huh? nice. who's with it back yes bring it back nice top notch um no my mates. we're just everything is just it's like balls to the walls now yeah it's a one take fucker yeah <laughs> clickety clackety Top of the mops. Install <laughs> top of the mops. Clickety clackety. You just body slammed me and broke my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> There's more. There's lots my more. My shoes fell off. People are listening saying, how can you forget that? What about this? Well, well yeah. what are you going to do? It's late. Be so sorry. <laughs> yeah, be so soup sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. 
again, thank you, listeners. Yes, we love you. And Long time. We're very excited for the next show. Very, very excited. Hope you guys are too. It's it's gonna be a big one. A lot is going into it, man. We watched a lot of fucking movies this year. All so, six inches. A lot yeah. going into it. Boom. Balls deep. Yes. So okay. Anybody have anything any last words besides goodbye? Great two years. Looking forward to the next however many we do. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Take care, guys. Well said. Thank you, two gentlemen, and thank you, listeners, and we'll see you later. See you at episode 50. Thank you. Good Bye-bye. Night. God bless. Here's the